Hey, hey. Oh, old silver right here. Yeah, this is called uh, getting super high in the garage and coming up with what you can come up Literally, with. Literally, all I could hear was boom. And then just getting back on that jigsaw and f***ing bump starting into the this hole. This guy came up to me, this local guy that spoke pretty good English. He's like, some guy cut his thumb off. And I'm like, really? Like going to Freemansburg and letting off nine times. <laughs> I can guarantee you, you could go back through every ounce of footage you have and you did never hear me let off the screen <laughs> Race fans, are you ready? It's time for another episode of the Nitro and Mud Show, presented by Buell Motorcycles. And now your host, Brandon the Cowboy Krieger, Joel Baldy, and media mogul Colby Marble. Race fans, get on the edge of your seat because it is time to climb. All right, Nitro fans, welcome back to another episode of the Nitro and Mud Show. On this episode, we will preview round three of the Moto Climb Super Series from the Billings Motorcycle Club with special guest Kevin Bromenshank. As always, the Nitro Mud Show is brought to you by Buell Motorcycles, JS5 Extensions, Lace Belt Company, Mueller Motorsports, Rutted Racing, Golden Eagle Log and Timber Homes, Black Diamond MX, Team Peterson, and Hydro Power. Joe Colby, what's up, boys? What up, cowboy? Oh, let's go, cowboy! You're sounding really good tonight, man. Oh, yeah, I think I found a good mic setting. It is awesome, man. You're sounding good. Yeah. Surprised I'm not sleeping. That fucking job is brutal. Yeah. Using my brain hurts. (laughs) <laughs> that's good you sparked up some stuff in there knocked, yeah. some, knocked some cobwebs off that sucker cowboy i think we knocked some cobwebs out of there man it's that's awesome. awesome man that's cool yeah i, I don't know about... be uh smooth sailing sooner than, yeah sooner than long later. long ass oh. days long ass days oh, that's good though that, that means you're, you're productive and doing something that's good that you want that brain hurt when you get home hell exactly. yeah working for salary sucks though because all this extra time i'm not getting any extra moolah for <laughs> oh you will this is a long play. Pretty soon you're going to have a customer list so long, you're going to be... Oh, yeah. It'll, it all pays assistant. out in bonus. It That's all pays sure. out in bonuses. Oh, yeah. Oh, cool. yeah. Uh, Cowboy, we're freaking Africa hot over here right now. What's going on in PA? We're damn near oh, yeah. triple digits right now. Oh, my God. Oh, man. Yesterday was... We were high 90s yesterday. and Today we're down in the 80s, so... Okay. Cooling, cooling down for a little bit, just in time to peak back up for September, so... Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I... I just tested fate tonight. I went for a bicycle ride at 98 oh, degrees, shit. and I think my wife <laughs> well, was wondering what the hell I was doing. But uh, well, I'm glad you, know, you made a, it back. I'm kind of a wily old man. I, I went down a shaded road. You know, I had <laughs> shade almost the whole time. It wasn't that bad at all. So this, the I, old man skills house. kicked in. Where'd you have to drive to find a shaded road? I've been to your house. Oh, that whole valley. You know, when you go down on the river <laughs> valley, it's all right tech next to the river. It was it was yeah. actually not that bad. So I was pretty I pumped guess. about it. You probably pert near burned thirty pounds on that. I hope yeah. so. I, I mean, if I did, I only got sixty to go. So let's let's we got we, we got to start somewhere. So you got goals. That's good. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. Uh, uh, I, I was clicking, scrolling down on rutted racing, and it's there's not a lot of sizes left. So it's more. <laughs> this is more of a necessity late weight weight loss than anything. I I can't be not having my rutted gear. You know. Yeah. <laughs> He's probably only yeah. willing to make it so big. That's true. Uh, look at yeah. this gem I found, though. That thing is sick. Ooh, is that, that from 93? Nice. Oh, look at the colors, though. Isn't that just fresh? Damn oh, yeah, it. Yeah. Sick. 
They got such style there. I mean, even old guy looks fast. It's awesome. Now that's a nice retro looking logo he's got going on there. I like that. It's kind of a fighting competition because it's laced, rutted, and Nitro Pilot for my favorite t-shirts. Colby, you got to make some more of them. Nitro. I think it's my favorite one. I don't know what kind of t-shirt that is, but they're so freaking comfortable. They're good. good. Hats off to you, dude. Like So many people just put shit shirts and put a cool logo on it. Like It is a killer t-shirt. Like They are so comfortable, and they they just feel so good when you're wearing them. You, You crushed it, man. Thank you. Yeah, I definitely scouted out some good stuff, and it's paying off for sure. And I will say, I just got the new shipment of new shirts in two days, so yeah, we'll be ready. If you got space in the rig, Joel, we'll have some at Idaho. So yes, oh, I got space. I got space. Uh, can Killer. I put my pre-order in for a couple XLs right now, bud? Absolutely. They're the same ones you already got, but well, I well it's then not I do, new designs. Then I need my wife and kids are both passed that I didn't get them yes. one. So I'll so be going. I did get. U sizes this time oh, or AU yes. sizes, oh, so something meant. a little smaller, so your girls should be able to either grow into them or. Yep, that's, that's we awesome. got something for everybody. We'll I make love it. Work. it. I yeah. love it. Nice, oh, that's great. Look out, Idaho! Not only are you going to have a potato on a dirt bike, but you're going to have awesome nitro pilot shirts. <laughs> yeah, let's go. Like Hell it. yeah! I like it. Yep. Thanks, Joel. All right. Yeah, you bet, man. All right, Joel. When we're rolling in, let's roll our guests in for this week, buddy. Oh, I've been waiting for this one for a long time. All right, race fans. Next up, 450 for show, KZ Power for Doe. Our next guest is a proud Billings Motorcycle Club member and promoter. Is it Shark Week? (laughs) Nah, it's Shake Week. (laughs) Everybody, it's the 141 Kevin Bromenshank. Woo! Woo! Right. Yeah. God damn. Oh. What in the world are you going to say? Oh, he's always killing it, Kev. He's yeah. always killing well it. Well done, sir. Well, you know, I, I had like all these plays because I love your boy's name, Cash, and I had all these cash liners, and I'm like, you know what? I better leave the kids out of it. Sometimes we get a little adult here, so I'm just going to go with the Shark Week. I love that. That's, that's good you know, my, I'm, I'm just Cash's dad. Whenever we go to the grocery store and everywhere else in town, I'm just Cash's dad. He gets enough attention. It's time for okay. That's awesome. Well, dude, Kevin, you are a busy man. You're not even at home, and you're, you agreed to come on with us. Where are you in the world right now? I'm down here on business at uh, Memphis, Tennessee. We're uh, having a pre-construction services manager uh summit um got invited to come down here to do a presentation to those folks and you know it's yeah it's a busy world with construction going on in the world today and i work all over down south and every month i'm going somewhere and it always seems to be the week before an event (laughs) yeah the week before the event at great american i was in austin uh, this week uh, is Memphis. Now, people get yeah. mad at me because I just love to talk about what people do for work because we could have a whole other podcast where I, can, I just love talking <laughs> to people about what they do to make a living. But you have a very interesting career, and I've seen some of the pictures and the projects that you've been involved in. But what is your exact career? What is your job vocation? Uh, I, I studied to be an architect, and I got a master's in architecture. And I, uh, But I always, after being worn out in the world of architecture i just i said i got i gotta get out of this um the last idea is the best idea you have the romance of designing something beautiful and then 
the owner comes along, changes all up. You know how it is, Joel, set and tile, I'm sure. So, <laughs> right? uh, so I really wanted to work for a general contractor for many, many years. Uh, worked for Whole Foods Market down in Austin. That kind of got me down into that bigger market. Um, and after that, that job kind of faded out. I went and found myself a job with a general contractor called Flintco and um, started a depart started as a pre-con manager, then estimating, and then I evolved into this uh, world called BIM building information modeling, and uh, they needed to keep up with the trends of the construction world down here. You had to do 3D virtual modeling and coordinate wow. all your projects in these virtual modules to create a digital twin. And this is kind of okay. where the as-built world is formulated into, or it's evolved into this is your as-built, right? This is, uh, you got a digital model in 3D and you got the real, the real thing over there. And now if they want to wow. do a renovation or whatever. So I lead... I'm a director of virtual design and construction now. I lead okay. a bunch of teams all over the country of uh, subcontractors, and we coordinate everything before we build it, so that we don't tear it out and do it do it a second time. That's kind of that's, what we do. That's that's wow. pretty neat. And Kevin, yeah. I mean, we're we're both pro masters badasses, right? I mean, that's that's right. that's, the, that's where we're at in life, <laughs> and it's it's pretty fun. In this part of life, you know, I'm speaking to you young bucks, you grams out there, you know, don't be, don't be scared to just learn. And how cool is it, Kevin, for that background that you have to be in architecture, to work for these different companies and to gather information that you've done through your life on different aspects about building and to put them together in such a cutting edge a line of work it's just inspiring that, that's so cool to just you know transform your 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 working life as you go through life that's awesome man good for you i appreciate that i, I think i'm going to listen back to this recording because usually when i tell people what i do and what what the details are around it they're asleep you know after five ten minutes <laughs> trying to explain it i think that was the quickest fastest way i've ever wrapped it up with a bow so i've never listened to that again <laughs> Hey man, that was really good. It that impressed worked. me. That was good. Yeah. Thanks guys. Yeah. I appreciate it. Yeah. 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 It was no, the perfect awesome. amount of knowledge. Hell yeah. Yeah. <laughs> you you got to work on your elevator yeah. speech. You only have so much time <laughs> yeah. sometimes to make an impression. Yeah, yeah. See, that was a great pitch. A great job, pitch. So. I get it. Yeah. 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 Yep. Uh, good job. Getting out of the mechanic biz into the writer biz. Hell yeah. Super cool, man. Congratulations. Awesome. Yeah. Yeah. Well, Kevin, uh, that's just awesome. Thank you for sharing with us a little bit about your work life and, you know, the most ultimate distraction in the world when you've used your brain so much Monday through Friday or Saturday working and you just need that, you know, I need something else to think about for a little bit. You're KZ. I love it. It was on the hill this year. You were back in the open class. How the hell did it feel to ride that big unit again? Were you just jacked or what? I was. I was, a, I have to admit, a little nervous going into it. It's been about five years since I threw a leg over that. My dad and I built that bike, and um, shortly before he passed away, it was just kind of lost the, the nerve for it, and I just was embarrassed to ride it as slowly as I was, and it was just kind of, you know, idling up hills and this and that, and I just didn't feel right about it, so I just kind of hung it up and parked it, and I uh, had a bad accident in Columbus, and my wife and I, I mean, literally, we were just like, let's just hang up hill. You get to some of those points in your career, of you know, doing this sport where you're just like, let's just drive the truck in the river and just let it drown, you know? Um, <laughs> and, and so I made, a, I made a deal, which is a bad idea to the emergency room. You know, I'm never going to do this again. Well, it's just, it's just in your belly. I mean, you just, I can't help the adrenaline of that 
you have that one shot on the line to put something together and beat the hill to your best of your ability. Um, you know, never mind beating like Logan Mead or Austin Tyler and those guys. Just like I want to put down a smooth run um, with the equipment that I got and something I feel proud of when I come back down. And so that's really my goal. And, um, cool. you know, I had some I had some friends and my dad, uh, my brother-in-law recently, you know, some of them um, got beat by death. Some of them um, conquered death and came back from some really, you know, crazy circumstances where they should have died and then and now they're you know they got a second chance and i'm like you know what i i think i can do this i think i can ride that bike again and i really want to do that i was talking to my wife about it and we just said she's like you know what if you really feel that strongly about it then do it and i'm like life's too short so uh we we dusted it off i had a lot of things to fix as it just sits there (laughs) you know everything breaks while it's just sitting there so i think yeah I must have invested a thousand dollars to race in that thing um, to get everything back to normal. You know, you got to have spare this, spare that, and just whatever. And everything ran flawlessly, rode it fairly well, got a run over the hill. Just when I got to over the cliff at the top, I gassed it too much and it lit up and turned me to the right, went out of bounds. But I, I, put, a, I put a run over, so to speak. Uh, without putting, without really putting a foot down, and it was awesome. I mean, my friends and family gave me so much support when I came back down. You would have thought I won the whole damn event. So it was, that's it, awesome. It was awesome, and I'm so I'm going to ride it again this weekend. I'm just excited. I'm, I'm expecting just to have fun on it um, and just enjoy it. It, it. I mean, yeah, it's it, the horsepower of that bike is is silly. It's, yeah. I think I've only seen one person ride it to its full potential, and that was Austin Tyler. Um, when everybody was doing 13-second runs, he, I begged him to ride my open bike, and he did. It was in the same hill climb, actually, at the Nightmare um, about three or four years ago. And he put down a smoke and run. The only, he put down like a 10-second, low 10-second run. And it had been, that, that time hadn't been seen all night, not anywhere even close. <clears throat> And um, and then along comes Austin Cardwell and puts like a you know f- you know two thousands faster you know <laughs> yeah. on my bike and Card- Austin Cardwell took first and but that's about the only time I've ever seen anybody really ring my bike out and you, know, cool. you got to have some stones and some talent to to ride that thing that fast but I'll yeah. do my best and keep doing it. It's awesome. I, it's inspiring. I love like on Instagram. Thank you for taking the pictures and sharing. I love seeing all your family and your friends. You're at the Great American. Everybody's smiling. And yeah. you know we're Pro Masters guys. And you know it's like it's fun to be competitive. It's fun to compete with ourselves. It's fun to have these awesome bikes. And I wish I could have been on your shoulders on that return trail down with your open bike, talking to your dad, talking to the people that you wish that would have been there. Cause that is the best for hill climbers. When you get over, when you get the fun ride down from the top to the bottom, you get that, you know, you know, 30 seconds to yourself to thank everybody and yourself for getting you over that hill and everything. That's just so freaking awesome. And Kevin, you rode that bike. Amazing. You're, you thank look you. so good on that bike. It was super fun, super inspiring to watch. So keep it up. I, I want to see that KZ keep climbing. And so does Aaron Pearson. I think you guys, I think you guys, so. Yeah. You guys are, Aaron, you guys are KZ brothers. So you, you gotta, you gotta stick together. Well, there's a story behind why Aaron's got such an infatuation with that bike. I don't know why he likes it so much, but that bike was built by so many people contributing to that build. Dusty Beer built that bike um, on a Saturday following, like he, he had a surgery on like a Thursday or something 
for a torn ACL at the Great American, and he promised he would build my frame for me. Jeez. He's out there on crutches in his garage building my frame for me, um, welding things together. Um, Pete Loomis helped uh, rail cycle, built my engine, and um, I had a, a sponsor that paid for almost all of it. I had two quarters wow. together back then. Damn. Wow. And I think he stuck, you know, I don't know, close to seven grand into that motor. And Jeez. he was like, yeah, just get the best. So anyways, I just got, that was my break in life. And so always had just an infatuation and an attachment to that bike and the story behind the engine is is that that engine came out of my dad's bike back in 1973 he drag raced that street bike because on saturdays at the bmc we used to have drag races and then on sunday we'd have the hill climb so he drag raced this street bike kz 900 and the thing stood up on him so bad out of the hole it scared the crap out of him and he sold it shortly after (laughs) somebody somebody took that bike and uh bought it and um, it, it was stolen and dumped into the Yellowstone River. Oh, the thing shit. was returned. What the, hell? the cops recover the damn thing and send it over to my uncle's place because he was the local, or my dad's uncle, my great uncle at the time. He was the local Kawasaki dealer. And um, so he had it there, and his son, Cliff Zimmerman, grows up and he's like, Hey, Dad, I kind of like this bike. Maybe I'll build it up and I'll put a new kid in it and blah, blah, blah. And so he's trying, he gets a certain point of it. And runs out of knowledge and and stamina for the build and just kind of parks it in his in his basement for 18, 20 years. Sat in his oh, basement, motored it wow. with a whole bucket of OEM Kawasaki parts to put in it. So my dad's over there when I'm when I'm just you know getting into the sport and we're thinking about building this open bike of some sort. And he sees that motor, he's like, "Hey man, I'll trade you an air conditioner for that motor." <laughs> and Cliff says, "Yeah, I need an air conditioner. Well, I'll give you the air." He goes, "I'll tell you what. Kevin's an artist, so if he'll paint me a watercolor picture and you give me that air conditioner, he can have all the parts and the motor and everything, and you guys can take the thing out of here and do it whatever you want." So that's what we did. That's how the motor came about. So that's my dad's oh, bike. Ah, oh, cool. Um, through wow. you know being dumped in the river and pulled out and through my uncle then through my dad's cousin and then finally back to me so it just kind of made it sur- so what are you gonna do i mean you have right. to keep that damn bike yeah you know, the right, thing yeah. sewn to my hip right i don't know what to do with it now <laughs> out of all the origin stories we've heard that might be the best that's yeah that's right up there that with awesome. the, that for an open bike uh to be born that I know Kirk's uh, Jixer almost killed him at, at some, <laughs> on, on the street. He was in the hospital. That was that bike's origin story. And now yeah. yours was in the bottom of the Yellowstone River. I mean, yep. that's, that's, that's pretty impressive right there. Well, I mean, that thing tried to kill me one year at the Great American after I, <laughs> I fell. Uh, I went, um, I, the late, well, the, one of the legends of the sport, Larry Coleman, when I first started, he said, whatever you do when you go into the chute, you leave it wide open. Okay, well, Dusty, Travis, Larry Coleman, all the rest of them can do it. Why can't a rookie like me? So I'm going up there, and um, it was in 2008, and the thing pops up in the air, and I'm just thinking, just leave it wide open. As soon as it hits, it'll go straight over the hill. Well, it, it turned in the air, and when it landed, my out, my downhill foot missed the peg, oh, and it planted oh, into shit. the ground. My uphill foot was on the peg, and that, and that motorcycle was wide open. And it took off, and it and I stood still basically, and it took me right into the rear of that paddle and chewed chewed me up like nothing. I I was so afraid to reach back to 
because you're in shock, you know, you go through something like that and you're sitting there yeah. and everybody's, everybody around you is like, think, you know, you're, you're seeing the reactions of everybody else. You're thinking, Oh my God, am I, my bowels hanging out? I mean, what's going on here? I mean, and so you, you don't want to reach back there. And, um, anyways, it turned out good. I got a skinned ass and leg and up my back and it chewed through the chest protector, all my gear, the whole nine yards. Wow. That was a dominator that I fell into. And that, wow. so that thing tried to kill me too. Yeah. Dang. Damn. Damn. Ah. Um, and, we, we uh, still, and we still love them. Right. That's oh, yeah. That, that, that's yeah. Yeah, that's crazy. She doesn't know what she does. I mean, she right. doesn't know. <laughs> <laughs> We've all been there. Uh, yeah, We've all had a bike know. try to kill us once or twice. Yeah. yeah. Cowboy, I've seen you flying off back of bikes many a times. Oh, that was pretty much all I ever did was fly off the back. <laughs> we all appreciated it, too, because it was so yeah. cool to look at on the Internet. I made some good videos, I tell you what. I swear to God, when I first moved to Dallas, Texas in 96, I was watching when the internet first popped up to be able to access the internet. I was looking up East Coast riders and uh, hill climbs and all the other sorts. And that's when I first started catching on to what's going on with Pogue's Hole and these big stretched 80-some inch nitro burner bikes. And I was infatuated from that point on about these dudes doing and listen to the sound of these bikes they sound nothing like what we're doing and um yeah i started talking to my friends out here on the west and and um uh, and lo and behold some of you all you know trickled out because i didn't have the guts to go out and do that but yeah it's like it's like uh and then here comes Jeff Thomas. That's like you yeah. saw one guy do a, yeah. a karate move, and then all of a sudden here comes Bruce Lee. <laughs> oh, my God. So I don't know how I really hooked up with Jeff Thomas, but he was so interested in the West Coast, and I was so infatuated with the East that we we got to talking at one of our hill climbs. I can't remember if it was in California or in Great American, to be truthful. But he's like, look, man, if you, I'll get, I'm like, I would do anything to watch all the videos you got of of East coast. And he goes, all you need to do is give me all the videos you got of the West coast stuff that you have. (laughs) And I got a library full of stuff. So I dubbed, (laughs) I got me another VCR and I dubbed all of my stuff and sent it to Jeff Thomas. And he made his wife at the time do the same for him and sent me all his stuff. So we switched coast to coast. Well, lo and That's behold, great. didn't he come out and win all of our freaking events from then on out? I was like, you just He gave him the footage, man. Yeah. Traded yeah, film. blame me for uh, him coming and stealing. Well, he didn't. He earned all of his championships for sure. But, I mean, uh, he, he could have earned. It could have taken him a few years to figure stuff out, I think. But I don't know. I like to – I admire Jeff Thomas and what he did. Well, he's, now yeah, he's, he's doing it on four wheels. He's freaking yep. still, still uh, innovating, and he's got the word of the woods, and it's freaking just crazy. as crazy. Yeah, just aside as crazy. from John Williams, Jeff Thomas might be the podcast I've listened to more than three times. <laughs> <laughs> That's awesome. <laughs> Cracks me uh, up with the yeah. anecdotes and the thing, the stories he tells. Yeah, yeah, he's funny. his accent he's cracks me uh, up. He's so great. You can just that you can hear the passion of that guy's voice when oh, he talks. Yeah. He's just he's super intelligent about stuff, and you can just see how he his thought process about how he goes about things is. That's why he's a yeah. champion. It's it's pretty cool. Oh, I love it. I love yeah. I love his go or no go, all or nothing kind of approach. I just and he was born with it. I 
and I, I listened to your guys' podcast about that, and you're, it's like, yeah, Kevin, you just weren't born with that. <laughs> no, I'm, he describes about hats off to those guys who never won a race, you know, and yeah. just keep trying. Yeah, I, I just I never had to race against the guy, and it had to be just freaking miserable because it's like you know it's wreckers or checkers, you know. It's like he's gonna if oh, he puts yeah. one down, nobody's touching him, you know. So it's he said it himself. You can go back to all the tapes. He ain't never let off at Freemansburg, right? You know, it's no, like dude, never. <laughs> Not even he had one hand off the bars going into the trees. He still didn't let off the damn throttle. He doesn't have any sense when it comes to that, does he? No. And he's proud of it too. That's something to be proud of. No, no. <laughs> you can wear that with a badge of honor for sure. Well, speaking uh, of racing, we got a bunch coming up this weekend, and you're down in more. Tennessee, and you're going to be going back to to Billings this weekend. So you, at the Billings Motorcycle Club, you're hosting two separate hill climb events this weekend, correct? Uh, Dan Matsunaga and I are are the the member hosts and kind of the boots on the ground for the moto climb that has happened on the August uh, 27th, uh, Sunday. And, um, you know, I got to thank him. He's got so many great connections, like... um, I'm kind of the guy at the computer calling people, setting up workers and agendas, and I'll be the the voice here and there and just kind of coax people into helping us out, that kind of thing. But Dan goes out and he goes and gets like, he went and got us a, a sponsor through Metal Tech to get the awards made. Dan went out and got nice. us a work guy to uh, true up the jumps for both our hill climb and the nightmare, which has happened on Saturday the 26th. Um, but Dan just, he, he goes out and makes things happen. He'll climb that hill. I bet 18 times this weekend, setting up courses. Um, he's, and he, and he doesn't want any, he doesn't want any recognition for it. Doesn't want to talk about it. Doesn't, he's just that guy. He's like, um, but he just, he's a hard worker and I I wouldn't partner up with anybody on something like this. He just kind of, and I, he said the same about me. He's like, I don't want to do what you do. And I'm like, and I don't want to do what you, I mean, I would love to do what you do, but you're so good at it. So, um, we compliment each other. We've been riding buddies for quite some time now. So it's, it's been a good friendship, a great, uh, partnership in putting this on. And then of course, you know, there are so many members. Um, we went out, we just put one post out, a couple posts on posted, and we had, I can't remember, I, I would guess in no time on a Monday night, we had 20 guys out there wanting to set sprinklers with us. Awesome. Um, nice. That's you know, great. That's, that's great. So Dust, Dusty Quast and Corey Earhart are doing the, um, um, the Nightmare Hill climb. And I can tell you how that started way, way back. Um, the nighttime hill climb it's been nightmare or nighttime one of the two either way we know what you're talking about um but we've got 242 riders signed up for that that event on wow. saturday so we're gonna have this who is who did you say dusty and who else was promoting dusty quast and Corey earhart oh, are the Corey. originators right. um they started that event back in 2008 and um there was a, they did it in tribute to a friend that passed away and it's always been in August. They do a Calcutta, um, to raise money, to, 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 to benefit somebody who's in need, um, the night before, um, I can tell you this year, we're trying to raise, raise money for, uh, Wade, Wade Tenswald, 
um, who was injured in Utah. He was paralyzed in a motorcycle accident. Um, but um, so this year we're raising money for him through our Calcutta and some of the fun. Um, I think they're giving away a Stasic. They'll have a huge silent auction and then they'll bid. Um, a Calcutta is where they kind of divide up the field of riders. And so it's um, super fun. I, this is, I learned about Calcutta's golfing. I used to golf a fair amount and played in a lot of tournaments and stuff like that. And for those that don't know what a Calcutta is, it's gambling and who doesn't love to gamble, right? right but you guys yeah. do a very good job and you'll take the riders field and then you'll lump <clears> them <throat> into like five or six or seven person teams and you make these teams and each team has you do a very good job of it the club whoever does it they'll have like a heavy hitter then they'll yep. have like a maybe a, a could could be a heavy hitter then yep. maybe like a, a you know maybe a, a guy like you know a pro master guy and then maybe somebody that you haven't heard of or a newer rider right and there so each team has you know it's not like one team has you know the last four winners all in one team you guys right. divide up the talent very well and then what they'll do is uh, they'll print out sheets with all the teams on them. And then uh, you'll go to the auction, and it's an auction event. And they'll say, all right, first team up, you know, Cowboy, Colby, Kevin, and Joel. What can I get my bids? And then you'll start the bids. And let's say we were a team, we'd probably sell for about $5, right? Right. Yeah. But then let's say if. But, you know, like uh, Logan Sapala is on the team. It's probably going to go for like $2,000, you know? Right. So it's like, but then how you win is it's the championship runoff, correct, Kevin? Is that how you win the Calcutta? Yeah, and then there's a second and third, but it depends on how much, you know, each team sells for. But 75% will go to the uh, the bidder. 25% goes to the, um, the fundraiser. Okay. Um, and... So, and then all of this proceeds, I think, from the silent auction and the, um, the you know, the uh, raffle goes to the vent, to the, uh, the person in need, Wade, in this case. Um, so, yeah, yeah, I've seen, I've seen, last oh. year we, uh, I hired um, my, my cousin, my second cousin is a, is an auctioneer and that kid can auction. And I mean, he raised some serious bids by, you know, usually it's like one of us going, hey, $5, $10, what do you say right. here? And, you know, right. this guy can like ramble. Like he can yeah. roll. Hey, give me five, yeah. no, ten, no, give me half, no, seven, no, 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 Yeah, you got the yeah. ticket, but he's actually saying words, right? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> So, uh, so he rolls up. I mean, uh, we raised a lot of money last year, and um, so then. Um, okay, Kevin, I'm gonna make you pause here. So, uh, where is this auction at? Yeah, what, it's what at location? the Powderhorn. So, in Billings, there's a place called the Powderhorn, and it's real close to South Billings Boulevard, um, where you go out to the hill climb. Um, Okay. I can't explain it much more than that. Look up the Powderhorn on your maps. It'll take you there. It's going to start okay. at 7 o'clock Friday night before the event. So anybody who rolls into town, you know, don't sit out at your camper. Come in, have some drinks, have some food, take part okay. in the second auction, and, you so, know, yeah. sit on the, on the Calcutta. Here, I'm just going to give this treat to the Nitro and Mud listeners, and this is farm boy going to auctions too many times <laughs> and seeing dirty moves. Here's what you do. You go to the auction. There's probably going to be some sort of a chair situation. 
kind of a flimsy chair, right? You make sure that you sit right behind your best friend, okay? So when when the auctioneer's up there and he's hey, I'm, 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 and he when he gets when he gets up to about five hundred bucks, you know, what you do is you put both feet on both back legs, real quiet, like right, and right when he's about to go three. Two, you lift back on the chair, and your buddy will throw his arm up. Hey, there we go, 550. Here we go, 550. Here we go. And, and, and you make sure that you get your buddy to bid at one of the highest bids all night. You you might have a punch thrown, and I've seen many steers bought that way, but it's one hell of a fun trick to do to your friends. So, That's so dirty sure. yeah, really dirty sound bull. Bad Kevin, it's for a good cause. I'm trying yeah, to raise money. Yeah, I'm trying to raise money for people that need it here, man. So this is this is how you get the pot a little thicker, okay? Sit behind your best friend. Or sit behind someone with deep pockets, you know? That's another yeah, thing. Yeah, someone right? with deep pockets. There right, you go. Right, right, There are some deep pockets at that thing. It's amazing. I yeah. People, and I, I'm a kind of a gambler, but I'm a cheap gambler. I don't, I don't like to spend a bunch of money, but I love gambling. But I remember uh, Jordan Schmidt's dad. He would, but man, if he wanted a team, you ain't get. He's getting it. I mean, that yeah. guy would. He was paying for teams. It was, and he did very, very well. I mean, it's uh, it, it's pretty. I mean, a lot of times there's you know only about five or six people that really have a very good chance to win yeah. the championship runoff. But a couple years back, God, who the heck was it? Their team won. And I think their team was only like a hundred and twenty-five dollars or a hundred dollars. Yeah. And they uh, that that owner made made about uh, thirty times his money on on the team. That was pretty Damn. cool. So yeah, yeah, it's pretty fun. Yeah, it's fun. Really good, really good event. So cool. yeah, that's that's going off on Friday night and Saturday. We're gonna have to get an early start. Probably, um, I'm, I'm expecting um, they'll have a riders meeting. Um, at the, about the nine o'clock hour, you know, you should be out there by seven or eight anyways. And most of us are camping anyway, but, um, if we don't get that thing fired off, we're, we're definitely in for, uh, you know, an 1130 stop on that race that night, but we have the lights. That's the whole, that's the whole gist of it. Um, to be under the lights, that was kind of the big thing. And we got the lights out there and watering system it's like crazy. I don't what is it going on with our hill climbs this year? But, you know, we had that river going through at the Big Sky Challenge and we still pulled it off. Yeah. So there's nothing, honestly, that scares me about rain anymore. Like it rained five, <laughs> six inches. And I'm like, there's no way, there's no way we're riding. And literally the whole grounds was a river. It was oh. up to your, your calves. I mean, wow. I think people out there, I think Logan's out there maybe, but, and we still rode. Well, everything runs off those hills so quick. As long as you can get to the hill, you can ride the hill. So we've been watering it. It's rained the last couple of nights. Matsunaga was on the phone right before I got on here, and he's giving me the reports. You know that corner right by that basket where that there's a big tr- – the, the wind blew over one of them cottonwoods right on the corner where you come in by the, the little convenience store there, Joel. Okay. Oh, I didn't know that tree fell over, but, yeah, that huge tree. Yeah, I guess he knocked over, it knocked over a big tree there. And Wow. Oh, shit. Hell, I've been in – yeah, I don't know. All hell breaks loose when I leave town. I, you know. <laughs> it's the best but, time for um, it to break loose. Yeah, speaking then. of being out of town, I just remembered. I got to give a shout out to my wife. It's our thirty-first anniversary tonight. Woo! Wow! Yeah. She's in Billings, Montana. So, oh, wow! Thirty-first yeah. anniversary. Congratulations! Yeah. Ah, that's just, awesome. Very good. Very well. Good job. Yeah, I meant to say that earlier, but 
yeah, anytime is a good time. This might be the only time she listens to the show. So <laughs> yeah. I said, honey, I'm going to be on the next Get her show. Hooked. She's like, and yeah. who is that? I don't yeah. know. <laughs> <laughs> of course. I love the picture uh, on your Instagram of your wife back in the day on the dirt bike. That was so cool. I love that. Oh, she's a badass on a bike. Yeah, that's that's um, awesome. Yeah. <clears throat> she can cool. ride. Very cool. Sweet. Yeah. Uh, so at the nightmare, what classes yeah. do you guys run at the nightmare? I mean, I know people already had to be signed up, but just for the people that haven't been there, yeah. is it the pro, is it the six hundred pro altered, four fifty, seven hundred open, pro masters and side by side, or do you lose some of those classes, or are you running all of them? Uh, yeah, we're running all of those. The, the only difference is, is there, you know, some club rules involved there that are a little bit different than like Rockwell. So like. Um, it'll be the 600 class, which is got the length restriction, 66 inches, and you can ride 450s in this club event, whereas yep, okay. you can't. And there's, there's 50 rider cap limit on that entry. Okay. Um, I've already seen the rider count and who's in it, but, um, uh, at any rate, um, then there's the 450 class, of course, that's our biggest attended event that's extended. Yeah. And then um, uh, the Pro Masters, um, which is basically 700 rules. You can ride up to 700 cc's and yep. extend your bike however you wish and that sort of thing. Um, you can run nitrous in that class because it's 700 rules. Then you got the 700 class. We have the 300 stock class this year um, with, a, with a 50 person limit on that. Ooh. Uh, I, now, what is this now? I, I had heard, this is the first everybody's, this one. You know it everybody's riding 300s man so i mean we got these yeah. 300s that it's like well if you know 300s good in the in the single track it must be good on a hill climb so let's do yeah. this climb the bike so yeah they there was a demand for that um so that class is there um then of course we've got 700 class and the open on top of that i think there's two mini bike classes class. we're trying to run this all on one hill so it's gonna have to yes. click along pretty good and yes. um, and then aside from that, they do have a trophy hill climb going on. Oh man! On the south end, uh, about eh, it's about what seventy yards from the sure. pro hill. Yep, so yep. there's that that'll be going on, and um, and then Sunday, we're gonna fire off with a nine o'clock um, riders meeting. Um, first rider on the hill at uh, no later than ten fifteen. That will be our, and that's going to be our um, 450 to 700 Pro Mod class. So those bikes can okay. be extended. Yeah. Um, and then we'll take a, a brief intermission. And so those bikes come come back, and they should be taking extensions off, putting them to stock. Then, right. as you know, Pro Moto Climb is uh, doing the the 450 Pro stock. So after that yeah. 30 minute break of getting bikes switched, we'll do we'll run the qualifier for the 450 Pro Stock, okay. um, and um, then go straight into the side by side from those 32 that qualify into that bracket system, and then we'll do the single elimination. Um, we are raising money for a pot for the 450 qualifier portion. Yeah. I love um, that. Nice. That's cool. awesome. Good on you guys. That's great. Yeah. So we uh, will pay some money for that. Uh, Dan, like I said, there goes Dan Matsunaga behind the scenes, and he's drumming up somebody to get some money. 
Yeah, that's we'll, awesome. So the, I don't, the, first, the first club that did that was the in North Dakota, and I that was very, extremely generous of them to put a pot together for that qualifier. And yeah. it, it's awesome because, you know, even if you – you might qualify fifth and not see a damn thing in that 450 yeah, class. So, I mean, it's really cool. Just if you can get your entry feedback or something, it's yeah. – you know, they're all always expensive weekends. And yep. good on you guys. That's super the, – the riders just really appreciate that. I know speaking for myself, thank you. That, that, that means the world does. Thank you, guys. Yeah. Well, we're trying our best there. And, um, um, and, and then uh, Matsunaga – and DeVries Insurance came through with some money, including the and also the BMC. Those three uh, entities sponsored the uh, the plaques made by Metal Tech, wow. and uh, we called him a week ago. I sent him the designs, and he knocked them out. He just like you guys have got to even had a chance of winning one of those Metal Tech metal plaques. They're sick. Awesome. They're so sick. So we got yeah. those coming for the podiums, and then an overall. There's an overall plaque there too. And then, of course, we yeah. have the, you know, like the main event is our open class we're going to showcase. And um, Dan's promised a good hole shot, like I just hammer it out of the hole, steepest part of the hill, just give it the onion and see see if you can let it buck. And for the longest, you know, to get over none of this, you know, dancing around and, uh, you know, finessing an open bike, it's going to be cob it out of the hole and just let it rip kind of. A hill so nice that's awesome yeah, yeah. no very so, cool so, i wanted to back up with just a touch bit uh kevin that metal tech he has done some just stellar trophies for you guys in the past few years and i just he's got an instagram handle and give him a follow because he's quite the artist and he's got some really cool stuff it's rick baker on instagram it's metal tech llc and uh rick baker go on there give him a follow really cool stuff and um, he's got he's got a really cool eye. I got to say hi to him at the Great American. Awesome guy. And he just goes, does great work. And um, really cool that he you guys have a good relationship going back and forth. So had to give him a shout out. Those American, yeah, I mean, I those think American it was, flag ones that he had. Uh, I don't know if that was last year or earlier this year. They were they were crazy. They were just unbelievable. You're right. You're certainly right about that. He's he just the things he comes up with, and then the machine he's got are just yeah, so much. So much class into that. It's uh, yeah, what kind then, of stuff? That's really cool. I mean, try to get somebody to respond that quick, you know? Yeah, no, exactly. And exactly. and the guys just got a heart of gold. And I don't really even know him that well, but I'm getting to know him, and I'm sure enjoying that. So, but um, yeah, and then I think you know, just a phone call, you know, call up or actually a text, Sean to Sean uh, Whitcomb, you know, at High Tech and. Hey man, do you have any side by sides we can use? Yep, no problem. Two of them coming out our way. Great, cool, so oh, we'll, cool. You know, pull bikes over the hill or whatever to help and get people around, whatever. And it's just like no hesitation. Um, you know, his dad's like, I, I want to help, and of course they're members. So I mean, everybody's out there just helping to have fun and see the sport. Have everybody have a good time, and just everybody takes so much pride in like showing a good event, you know, and make sure everybody's having fun. That's yeah. It's really, well, it's all about yeah. none of us make a, you know, a dime on it. So we just, and most of the pro, we don't make much on pro because it all goes back to the riders pretty much. And, right. so it's, and, and I mean, this is just speaking from somebody that doesn't have anything like this really around him, but you guys aren't paid anything, but what you have is priceless because being a BMC member and being able to ride at those grounds, I mean, 
dear God. I mean, people would give their <laughs> soul to be able to have that in their backyard. It is absolutely unbelievable. And hats off to the members now and the members in the past that have made that a reality for these young kids and people that get to appreciate that from here to the rest of their lives. And it's really cool. And this, this weekend especially, these South Hills, I think that they are some of the best hills in the country. You guys are getting so good at watering them. You're flagging them so good. I mean, the Tylers, when they were moving them to the left for the big sky and stuff, they were just finding gems of hills here and there. They're steep. They're flowy. They're just so much damn fun to ride. I'm so jealous. I'm not going to be able to make it this weekend. But uh, I can't wait to see some footage and hear from the riders. So it's going to be an awesome weekend up ahead of us here. Yeah, it's oh, disappointing yeah. that you're not being able to make it, but, um, you know, you can only go to so many of them. I can understand, and I, you certainly know that I don't show up at many of the events outside of I got to see, I got to meet Cowboy and Colby and yeah. Joel at you yeah. guys at the Devil's Staircase last year. And that was so cool. Uh, yeah, that was, was awesome. awesome. An absolute pleasure <clears throat> of mine to go out there and just watch and take that in and see what you guys do. It's just, I was blown away. So, yeah, I hope to be able to get back out there and and watch and just hang Please out with do. y'all again. Please do. It. do. Please Absolutely. Was Devil's Staircase your first East Coast? Actually, um, Pog- actually, Pogue's Hole was. Um, oh, okay. We went, my dad and I went. It was our bucket list thing to do in 2019, and we got to see the last Pogue's Hole. And, oh, cool. Um, nice. And, you know, and, my, and that was a – he and I came back to Montana on the biggest high. I mean, <laughs> we were just blown away by that atmosphere and that hill. And I climbed that hill and everybody treated me so kindly and let this, you know, unknown come guy just kind of walk around like he owned the place. And, you know, I, I think the the promoters out there were like, who's it? And, you know, Austin kind of vouched for me and I was they're like, okay, whatever. So I got to go up and down and film from the middle and just kind of walk around like, you know, I was just one of the riders nice. and that kind of thing. And I'm just watching with my dad. And so it was it was great. Um, lost cool. my dad a few months later in December that same year. So I can't be more thankful that we did that, you know. And, and just the fact yeah. that everybody sort of lost the Pogue's Hole at that point, not just me and my dad, but – you know, everybody's sort of mourning the loss of that hill climb right now. We'd love to see it yeah. come back, but I'm so thankful we went. Yeah. Glad you, yeah, guys got, glad to you got to see it. Um, you should have been there been and been able to. Weekend. Yeah. You should have been able to be there to see it when they ran the uh, left side with the uh, nitro oh. bikes. Well, they're running that nine, nine seconds we were running that side <laughs> on. God. I know you guys were sick. You were insane. Like you all had should have had your heads examined. I don't understand how you were doing that back then. And when I, you know, I of course I saw all those videos from when Jeff gave me that stuff. I even oh, I yeah. remember buying the first thing I ever bought off the internet was a Pogues whole video and a T-shirt. That's the first wow. thing I bought off the internet back in like Holy 1996. Cow. And I, you know, I, I wore that thing out showing everybody all around Billings that tape. It seemed like, and uh, so, it, yeah, we were, all of us were huge fans, you know, of what was going on back then on that hill. Jeez. That hill, was, that, that hill was insane. I love that place. Yeah. It's fun to ride there. You know, uh, I remember, 
do you remember that cycle the site the first cycle news with watson's twin his seven his uh his uh what was it the um the 540 class oh, or whatever yeah. and then he had the yeah. open and they were the matching hondas yep. when he, fir- when he first built news. the hondas yeah or on uh was it on the motorcyclist or the it was ama's motorcycle magazine yeah. back then yeah that yeah. was so cool yeah, that would be American Motorcyclist. Yeah, American, American Motorcycle. Motorcycle. Yep. You guys got to quit naming, changing your name. That's the thing, you know. <laughs> <laughs> Can't help it, bro. Yeah, uh, you're evolving. Another thought just came to mind, Kevin. What are the rules? Do you, maybe you don't know offhand, but what are the rules going to be for the Moto Climb Super Series for the Open Class? Are they allowing nitromethane? Are they going to allow metal on the rear wheel or do you know yeah. what they're going to do on? Cause I know um, years past they've allowed the nitro, but not the metal, which I completely understand, but I just wondering if they had, had talked about that anymore or no. Yeah, we met, we met at the board meeting on that. Um, they're going to allow nitro on Saturday at the nightmare hill climb and Sunday. Nice. Um, nice. Metal Good. continues to be sort of a, um, um, just a no go, I guess. Just there's, you know, my good friend Aaron Cherry's up there, and yeah. he's always up there, and you know him, Joe. Yeah. Awesome. Yeah, those guys getting hurt by some metal tires or something. It just couldn't. It wouldn't weigh well on any it, of our conscious. So you know, unfortunately, you know, this has been a touchy subject, and I, I, I completely don't care. Like it doesn't bother me yeah. whatsoever. Like. Whatever the rules are, like if you said you got to run a rubber tire, I'm fine with it. Like I, that yeah. doesn't bother me. It, it, it's and I completely get it. Especially you know the great American, the catchers are on freaking top of you, and um, yeah. I go out of my way to make sure that I would never um, you know try to endanger any of them because I'm so grateful that those guys yeah. are willing to hang on a freaking rope. And hook mm-hmm. me or my bike and save. And I mean, they work their asses off. And now the big sky or the, the, the South Hills, excuse me, not the big sky, but the South Hills, not the quite the same as the Great American, but there's still catchers on that hill and there's some tricky spots. And, yep. you know, really, you know, obviously a chain wheel works everywhere. And yes, yeah. I'm sure it would be great, but you guys do such a good job of watering. It seems like where I really want metal is where it's really dry. You know, and, and that and I agree. you can get away with a tire or a paddle, and you know it's different. <clears> if it, it, I kind of like it, like in the in the American Hill Climb East, the Twins class where we have to run a tire, I kind of like it because it's like it takes that decision away from me. You know, it's like I, yeah. <laughs> you know, it's like I don't have to think. Like I don't see you know Josh with the Dominator on. And I'm like, damn it, do I put my paddle on or do I stay tire? <laughs> like we all got tires. You know, it's like it's either MX14 or M5B. Like that's about the only way we go different. But uh, but you know, I kind of I, I completely respect it. I understand it. There's no surprise to anybody, but I just wanted to ask because yeah. I know it's been I appreciate brought up. People know. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. Mm-hmm. I'm glad we could clear it up. But yeah, um, it's a it's a board decision at the club, and it comes, it goes. Um, I think it's probably something that you can count on, and I don't know when it'll hit the Great American, but you know, at these events like this, I'm um, outside of the uh, Rockwell series because Rockwell has their own set of rules. Um, then, you know, I think you can count on nitro, um, 
but it's it is kind of a one-off thing got to ask every time just to make sure so i i don't know i i I, i'm with you i just i want a set of rules just like anybody to follow i want it to be written i want it to be you know uh, known about and and available that would be ideal right so but, yeah. yeah, and I, I think like with Nitro and Rockwell, that's up to them too. It's fine. Like yeah. whatever they I, – I, I think that we're kind of um, – there used to be a huge despair, a huge change. And now, you know, you take uh, the Buells and you take some of the Nitro bikes, they're probably not that far apart. I mean, obviously, mm-hmm. we're not talking Phil's Nitro bike here. We're talking, you know, some of them on 50-50 and what have you. There's not a huge gap between them and power anymore. They've, they've – They've got a lot more out of a naturally aspirated uh, race fuel motor than they did, you know, 25 years ago. So I always yeah. kind of look at the sport as a chess game and physics experiment. Both, right. you know, like you said, there's the head game of the chess where um, someone two rows down from you throws a, a gear on that you that you don't have, and so now you're right. trying to should I do that? And then. Right. And then you're trying to weigh out the experiment, the physics experiment around the traction in the hill, the right. steepness, the length of the bike, and all those sort of things play into friction and weight distribution and just gravity. All right. those things factor in. And that's what I love about the sport. Honestly, yeah. I, I really love the setup. I love yeah. trying to outthink the hill. I think I think about the Great American 364 times a year. <laughs> um, <laughs> what gear I'm put on this year um, with my – you know, underpowered 450 to outsmart guys like Joel Faldi, who went and got the monster <laughs> motors built by Mueller Motorsports. <laughs> I still think that the best money spent is head games because I was a victim of that this year. Because um, yeah, Josh Mueller got me. He came up to my trailer and he's like, "Hey, you got KTM uh, rear sprockets?" And I'm like, "Yeah." He's like, "You got a 42?" And I'm like, <laughs> I "Said yeah." <laughs> yeah, can I borrow it? I'm like. Damn it! He's what running. the what hell for? <laughs> <laughs> and uh, you know, I'm thinking now. I've got. I got to thinking. I'm like, maybe I need to go ask Ryan White if he's got like a 17 tooth for the front of my 450 or something like that. You know, <laughs> shit. The way that guy rides, I'm such a fan of Ryan White. I'm Me sure too, he's man. got a I'm sure he's got a 17 on that thing. <laughs> I've never seen a pro master guy go that damn fast in my entire life. Oh, he's and, so smooth. Oh, God. I remember meeting. I remember meeting at the Powderhorn. Aaron Pearson calls me one night. I'm remodeling my basement, and I'm and on the same night I'm dealing with the, trying to buy my 450 on the other line with my cousin. I have to put my cousin on the on hold, and I'm literally like, "Hold on a second, Aaron Pearson's calling me." So I put my cousin on phone. He's and he's going up to pick up my bike in Portland, Oregon. I sent him the money. He's picking up my 450. I bought sight unseen that I ride today. Okay. Anyways, this is all happening at the same time. And he's like, hey, man, we're in town. We're going to go to the Powderhorn, watch Supercross. You want to come down and meet us for drinks and some dinner? Uh, Ryan's going to buy uh, Lance Boslanovich's old open bike. Well, sure. Yeah. I throw it. I- Dry, I quickly wrap the paint brushes up in saran wrap and I tell my wife I'm out of here and out the door I go. And, you know, on, on the other, as I'm going down to the powder horn, I'm talking to my cousin about getting the bike that I'm buying, all this kind of, so I, I roll down there and sure enough, he, so Ryan Wyatt buys, that's the, he had never ridden an open bike. Dude, that was in like 2017. Wow. And now he's like the fast, 
<laughs> I mean, uh. I'm thinking about getting into this hill climbing thing. You know, he's kind of kicking the dirt. You know, I'm like, good for you, little fella. I mean, welcome to the sport, old timer. And uh, and now he's just handing it to everybody. So fun. Yeah. 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 Right there, guys. Uh, another pro master badass that throws down <laughs> in the pro master class and all the others. And uh, true salt of the earth. Uh, he is one awesome dude. Him and his boy. And so fun to just race with the best people. So that Joel, he story. joined the club. He joined Did the really? BMC. That's he awesome. Be, really? He's going to pay his dues and work and earn his hours to be a member of the club. Wow. All the way from cool. Oh, wow. Yeah. Damn. Oh, wow. Dang. That's cool. Yeah, that's I'm really in. Cool. That's yeah, cool. That's really cool. Oh, that's awesome. Don't be surprised if we talk him into promoting one of these events. <laughs> Hell yeah! Can't wait to see it. Just don't let him get the damn ramps. I mean, he's a jump guy. I don't want. I don't I want know. more of these jumps, right? Yeah. I agree on that. <laughs> uh, hey right, boys, yeah. should we hit the commercials quick? I gotta, let's I gotta let's hit the commercials quick and then come right oh, back. Yeah. You hang on, Kevin. Just cool? talk, man. Absolutely, guys. Thanks. Awesome. Awesome. Oh, we'll yeah. Mute up here, Kevin. We'll, we'll listen to some current commercials. 10-4. All, right. All right, here we go, boys. Hey, Nitro and Mud listeners. Nitro Pilot here to talk to you about our title sponsor, Buell Motorcycles. Founded in 1983 by motorcycle racing legend Eric Buell, Buell Motorcycles are known for their innovative designs and cutting-edge technology. So whether you're hitting the open road or tearing up a hill, Buell has a bike for you. One of the standout features of Buell Motorcycles is their use of the ETV2 1190 engine, a high-performance V-twin engine developed in-house by Buell. This engine provides plenty of power and torque, making Buell a blast to ride. In addition to their impressive engines, Buell motorcycles also boast agile handling and advanced suspension systems, allowing for precise and confident cornering. So if you're in the market for a motorcycle that combines style, performance, and innovation, check out BuellMotorcycles.com and pre-order your all-new American-made Buell motorcycle today. Buell is back! The JS5 extensions are strong enough for any racer on any bike. With their custom snail adjusters and sliding one-piece chain guide, making changes is now a breeze. Even though these are the best looking extensions in the industry, JS5 also gives you the option of engraving your number or logo on the side of each extension at no additional charge. Trusted by champions and built by a champion. Hey Nitro and Mud fans, my name is Jay Salstrom and I approve this message. so excited to talk to you about Golden Eagle Log and Timber Homes. I'm proud to have grown up racing with the owners, the Parmeter family, and this family are experts on luxury log and timber homes. Their website, GoldenEagleLogHomes.com, is the one-stop shop for all of your luxury log and timber home needs. They have built homes in 49 states and across Canada. They offer a range of packages from the one-stop shopping to shell to a one-of-a-kind package. Go support a family that supports racing. Please go to their website, GoldenEagleLogHomes.com. What's up, Hill Climb family? Owner and operator of Lace Bell Company, Joseph Allnett here. We are so stoked to be a supporting sponsor of the Nitro and Mud Show again this year. For those of you new to Laced, we are an action sports-based company that supports athletes across the country. We offer premium lace belts and high-quality streetwear apparel for athletes who want to look good on and off the track. Tested and worn daily by action sports athletes, our lace belt is the most versatile, simple, and effective shoelace belt on the market. With over 30 different colorways and our large selection of high-quality apparel, you'll be sure to find what you're looking for. 
For you listeners only, we are offering 15% off our entire site using the code NITRO. That again is NITRO for 15% off your order on lacebelt.com. Don't forget to follow us on Instagram at lacedbelt.co. Hey, race fans, the old 31 here, and I'm here to talk to you about, hey, how do you perform at your very best? I'll tell you one way to start in our discipline, that's having the best equipment. I feel like I have the best equipment. That's due to one person, Kirk Mueller. Kirk at Mueller Motorsports is a wizard. He can dyno tune any make, any size bike on his dyno, and he can get the absolute most out of all your performance parts. Hey, just ask this top performer. Hey, Nitro fans, Logan Zapala here. Get off Wish.com and find yourself a real race shop to get you on the top step of the podium. Mueller Motorsports is your one-stop shop for engine builds, suspension, and dyno tuning. I only run products and services I can trust when traveling coast to coast, striving for perfection, chasing championships. If you want the same, find Kirk on Instagram or on the web at KirkMuller49 or MuellerMotorsports.net and leave the other guys for fourth beer pinned. If you're looking for entirely unique, made-to-order, one-of-a-kind graphics for your dirt bike, snowmobile, or rocket ship, look no further than Black Diamond MX. Have you ever heard, if you look good, you ride good? Well, here at Black Diamond MX, that's our motto, and we are the one-stop shop for all your look-good needs. From apparel, moto graphics, or jersey prints, we've got you covered. And for Nitro and Mud listeners only, we are offering 15% off your order at BlackDiamondMX.com using discount code NitroMud15 when you check out. That's NitroMud15 for 15% off at BlackDiamondMX.com. Look good, ride good. Hey everyone, it's Garrett, founder of Hydropower. So the demands for endurance athletes are quite high. By testing many other products, I came short for an answer that checks all the boxes. We need something that hydrates us efficiently and energizes throughout intense training and racing. That is where I consulted with Eleni Jorgensen, a professional cross-country mountain biker, registered dietitian, and sports nutritionist to help formulate Hydropower. Using the latest in sports nutrition research, as well as our combined expertise in endurance training, we came up with Hydropower. Hydropower is now the premier endurance supplement on the market the optimum amount of carbs, sugars, electrolytes, and vitamins to fuel and hydrate to perform your best. Our goal is to give the athletes access to industry-leading formulas, push them further, and to get a leg up against competition. We have a special discount for you listening to Nitro Mud. Go to drinkhydropower.com and use code NITRO15 for 15% off everything on our store. DW7, what do you think? Oh, yeah! Oh yeah. oh yeah! Oh yeah! I'm bringing the rally hat for the second segment I here, boys. I, I'm not laying up. I see that. Here, here. That's dope. Kevin, this is my coyote hunting. This is my coyote hunting champion hat. And uh, if you win, you get to hang a bullet on the hat. I got a couple of these on here. So. Dang. That's pretty cool, man. I was wondering what the heck. There's got to be a story behind that hat. <laughs> yeah, we go out. We've been going for almost 20 years, and just uh, some of the my favorite friends and we go out to North Dakota and shoot coyotes and uh, the hat's been at the shop here for a little while. So it's been kind of fun. So nice. Yeah. That's my, that's is that, my is that made though. from a, uh, that made from a coyote hide or is it? I don't fake? know. I think it's a coyote oh. tail, but I don't know. It, it looks like a coyote to me, but it's probably fake. Like yeah. <laughs> Thankfully, no, I would not have <laughs> no. it out of it smelled like a coyote. I can tell you that. <laughs> I could go grab one of the skins I got behind me there and see, but I don't think I don't think it actually. I don't know. 
Who knows? For the for the listeners that can't see this, it's a coyote. It's got a head. It's snarling. Yeah, whatever you want to think. So yeah, sure yeah. Uh, while we're speaking of uh, of varmints here, uh, a little sad moment. Um, Rocket called me. I'll be darn the, oh, the, yeah. the skunk's gone. Dang it. Yeah. Sorry, Rocket. Yeah, I know it was a good a good pet, and uh, uh, he said I lost my opportunity to come and. Uh, they, had, they brought their skunk down to Base City, and I said, I'm sorry, Rocket. I'm sorry for your loss, but I was never going to pet the skunk, so I'm, I'm sorry, bud. <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> is this a true story? This is a true story. Yeah. yeah, yeah he, you didn't know he had a skunk at Base City? They had a skunk at Base City. I know about the skunk in Base City, but did he actually call you? <laughs> he called me, yeah. We had, we had no, some, okay. yeah, yeah. yeah, right. It was. Well, I mean, it just came up in conversation. But he said that he had heard, listened yeah. that we'd mentioned it, and he said, "Yeah, dang it, uh, uh, lost it a couple of days ago," and said it's buried underneath the peach tree. So, I'm sorry, Rock. I, I don't. I don't mean to make light of a sad situation. It was a loved pet by their family, so I'm sorry. But it's. You just not many people have a pet skunk. I mean, that rocket. You no. are. You are definitely a one percenter there. I can say that. Yeah, maybe a point zero one percenter for people that have a pet skunk. I don't know. Yeah, how <laughs> yeah, the poor little fella die? A... Uh, Rocket said it was neuro- neurological, so I don't know what that means. But it's uh, <laughs> yeah. a nice way to know. say twenty-two bullet. I don't. I don't know. <laughs> no, I don't think it was that. They loved it. They loved it. He said it was oh, okay. nice, yeah. the nicest little pet. They absolutely loved it. But, so it was. I'm a, sorry to it say wasn't that. the that no, no, it, was a, it was very allegedly. He's got it. He listens. Quick. Wow. Uh, start Damn, you're good. Every Monday night, Kevin, you're just a regular now. I like it. <laughs> I am a fan. I am a fan. I listen all the time. Awesome. awesome. Uh, but so the thing that gets me about the skunk, though, is a wild skunk. They, like, found it on the road and kept it. What? Yeah, it was a baby. It wasn't like when they bought it. They, like, found it along the road, an orphan baby skunk. Doesn't that shit only happen where you live, cowboy? Yeah, yeah pretty much. And Rocket don't live very far from me. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> uh, well, Rocket's I only about shocked. 45 minutes down I'm the road. Shocked. Why were you the I ran into with the skull whiskey bottle out at uh, Devil's Staircase? Uh, oh, CJ. Yeah. Oh, yeah. CJ, he oh, makes yeah. some good stuff. That is some yeah. good. That's some. I don't know what it's considered, if it's a bourbon or a whiskey or what, but it is smooth. So, that's. I think he calls it a brandy. Brandy? Okay. It's good. That's it definitely good. got Austin Tyler well, I wasn't up sipping it out there. of one of those fancy brandy glasses, that's for sure. <laughs> it's not even just taking it right out the skull, huh? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, while we're clearing up some stuff here, did you guys see the Freemansburg Hill Climb post? I just want to say, I don't think that was at Freemansburg. That that crazy video where that guy oh, yeah, almost kissed from, that bolted tire. That was a European bike. That's from Monty bike. Impossible. Yeah, that was a European bike. Yeah. So yeah, you're not going to see that bike or that guy there, most likely. Maybe I'm wrong, mm. but I just so people, if people were seeing that, that was scary as hell how close that guy came to, to that, that bolted tire. Man. Was that, that was, the full flip one or the other one? It was the one where he it, it huck-a-bucked him and he darted the front end and then fell off the back and – He's as he's going, he clips the fender, and you see the tire just stop, and then it just—he just barely goes yeah, right by it. But oh. he does a full flip though, and lands on his feet. Yep. Oh, I didn't see that part. I, I only <laughs> saw the part where he just missed the tire. Dang. Well, the it, there was a lot of one. impressive elements of that footage because yeah, yeah oh. he clips the wheel and does a complete backflip and lands it. Well, he, wow. he must have been watching too many cowboy footage there. Dang. That's a. <laughs> 
it's, it's a cowboy crash right there. Yeah, dude, yeah, you set cool. the standard for all the Europeans. I swear they followed everything I, I you do. taught them. They <laughs> yeah. had to, have, man. That's <laughs> uh, too. You good. know, I turned pro in in '98 was my first year. I don't think I made it past the second jump at Freemansburg till like 2000. <laughs> oh, man. Good for you, man. I mean, yeah. what? I mean, you're I, upside it out. down every year there on that second jump. That's mm. well, so we going. I mean, if you were going slow, you wouldn't have wrecked. So yeah, this tells you we were going for it. Exactly. I was told you don't shut off till you see the throttle, till you see the rear wheel out of the corner of your eye. <laughs> that that was yeah, you've, you've you've said that before. <laughs> yeah. No, that that's that was true advice. In hindsight, that might have been bad by bad advice. Yeah, probably. <laughs> uh oh well. I got some we need cheap. to talk about. I, can't believe, got I cannot believe it's been this long to us to talk about this. Yeah. Josh Mueller. <laughs> Josh Mueller. Yes. Oh, Dude, that fire breathing nitro bike. Oh my God. That thing is freaking insane. And I've I never seen a bike shoot video, flames like, like that and work that well. I, yeah. like, I sat here and watched shit. that thing on repeat for like an hour tonight. <laughs> what a rocket ship. That might be the newest contender to the turbo bike. That that I yeah. on several different oh. group messages where that uh that video was like a twenty pound rock in a bathtub and everybody's like, <laughs> I've never heard anything that awesome. That thing, holy yeah. crap, blah blah blah. Just everybody Dude. going off that. It's beautiful. Dude, that, that I mean, adder, man. Oh God! It reminds me of a funny car sitting on the line before it takes off. The way it yeah. shoots the flames out of the pipes out the side like that, and just like, holy crap, right. dude! Oh. At White Rose and, Night Race, that thing is oh, going to shine gonna be with the, sick. the flames, dude! Oh, oh man, my God! God. I can't wait to see that thing go yeah. in action. Kev- Kevin just watched it. <laughs> Look at his face. He just watched it. <laughs> <laughs> It's stupid. Did you guys ever come to a conclusion on how they how they deal with the uh, the cycle? You know, the routine you go through with the nitro bike. With don't they have a push starter on that thing on the push button? We don't have the secrets yet, so no. yeah, I'm excited we don't know if they're remote start or what they're doing there with that. But I mean, it is not mechanically injected. It's it's actually oh. fuel injected. So I mean, that that yeah, is a, this is a first for hill climbing, as far as I know. I don't. Maybe somebody's already done this. But I, I allegedly, think, yeah. allegedly, allegedly, allegedly. Yeah. Some someone's tried it years ago and it didn't work out. But um, definitely, ever Josh got tuning that and building that motor and knows what they're doing. Yeah, it's crazy. He's got he's got some uh, vendettas for you guys, I think, because he's been suffering yeah. on that awesome Harley, but it's it just wouldn't you know pull not, like just some not of the enough. other bikes. He's now got he's, yeah. Yeah, now he's got all three classes. That that Harley has been freaking working even better than it's ever been in the twins class. He's done very well this year. Now he's got a premier class bike, and he rode DeHart's last year a little bit, and uh, it's going to be really fun to see what Josh does in that premier class on a premier bike like that. So that's going to be super fun. Yeah, one that suits his nature and everything. Yeah. Yeah. It's going to be a good combination. I just And it looks like it's very similar to the Harley in, in geometry, so it's going to be very comfortable on it. Yeah, just based off of that clip alone, he's already pretty comfortable on it. I know that was like the one and done or whatever, but still, he looks comfortable on it. He didn't seem spooked. Like, it was just game on. And uh, yeah. I'm excited to see that at White Rose for sure. Yeah. And I mean, Toby's done a lot of the work on that bike, but who is it that the, there's an, is there an actual race team that helped him with the motor? Do you know Colby? Who it was that's been helping him with that? Yeah, I can't did say anything him. on that. I don't know for okay. sure who's helping him for sure. I mean, I know he's involved with that race team. 
somehow, but I don't know the relationship as far as that bike goes. Right. I don't it was, know. you know, it's, yeah. uh, all of our videos are so cryptic. He had posted, I don't know if it was a story or what, and he had some video, and they're in the shop, and I saw Toby, and he had a drink and a smile. I'm like, the bike's done. <laughs> I'm like, I've never seen that smile like that in a long time. He's done with, he finally got done with the bike. Like, the, like they're ready yeah. to fire. And if the, if the video is Toby having a drink and uh, smiling, the bike's ready to fire. Like, let's go. We're on, I was waiting for the video to come, so that's awesome. I mean, you know how big this is. His wife actually made a post about the bike, so. Yeah. <laughs> I yeah. I told him, because congratulations to Josh and his wife. They had just had a little baby. Yeah. And I said, you are so gangster to have two babies in one year. I mean, that that's a, that's a true <laughs> yeah. gangster right there. <laughs> gangster. Uh, yeah. um, another thing about that bike, too, is um, compared to other big nitro bikes um, that we see on the east side, it looks very rideable and friendly as far as that goes, like comfort, comfortability and like yeah. just its stance and everything just seems way more rideable than like, let's just say Jay or John's, you know, big nitro bikes. It just seems different for some reason. Well, he's got it set um, up more like a 450 with linkage and, you know, man, linkage shock yeah, and it's all that. It's got a swing arm on it and everything. Arm, yeah. and it's, it's one of a kind for sure. And, yeah, it's it's different, and I like what I'm seeing for it's, sure. It's a different take on that class, and I'm yeah. liking it. And yeah. you know, it's gonna be fun because it's only gonna get better from the first time we see it. You know, like those guys don't yep. go backwards, and it's hard to build a bike like that and just have it operate at all. Kevin knows that yeah, yeah. as much as anybody, you know, and um, yeah. they already got it to do a whole shot and go up a hill, and it didn't blow up or throw a chain. So hats off there. And it's just going to be fun to see them. Yeah. <laughs> it might have thrown a chain. Okay. All right. Well, <laughs> well I think they have the bugs worked out now, but. Okay. Uh, yeah. It's tough. I mean, it's super tough. And they to had their fair share of issues to get it going. I mean, they missed two races yeah. already um, when it should have been done just with tuning purposes, like getting that motor figured out. Right. So I just um, think their timing can't be better. I mean, obviously they wish that they had it all year, but next year in hill climbing, it's a huge thumbnail on the timeline of hill climb in the United States because next year yes. you really need to do special shit to make that race at the end of the year at the Devil's Staircase. And how much better to have White Rose, Freemansburg, Devil's Staircase for the Mueller team to get that bike humming so that they can come out next spring and just throw fire, you know? And um, yep. you know that when you build a bike like that, it's got a purpose. And the purpose of that bike is to be at that big dance next year. And um, it's going to be really fun to see that. So I'm hoping yeah. it all, all works uh, out. Another thing I love about it is, uh, I know I'm not saying they're going to give out their secrets by any means, but it's opened a new floodgate for people wanting to build new stuff or new people coming in. It's like we don't yeah. have to build these ancient nitro bikes anymore um someone has figured out how to make a new four-cylinder work on nitro and it's very exciting for the sport because i think that is a stepping stone that's been hasn't been stepped on in a long time with a new build like that so no i'm i'm excited for that too i hope it opens the door for more people to get with the times yep motor wise yeah and i mean for because yeah, uh, go ahead cowboy but every nitro bike that's been built in the last 30 years has been a carbon copy of Dave Watson's bikes that he built. And right. 
yeah. you know, it's 2000. Cool to see something new. And, you know, Kevin, for us, you know, I, 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 I associate myself as more of an East Coast style because the Midwest is very East Coast in our upper yeah. ma- upbringings. But, you know, what's exciting for, for me is like I, when I just a few years ago started going out and experiencing what Cowboy and Colby have been doing for years out there was what I saw right away was these nitro bikes are the heart and soul of that crowd. Every, every person comes in to watch them freaking fire breathing dragons just go ape shit, you know? And I, I mean, who doesn't just stop what they're doing when you hear them fire? It's like nothing else. And thanks to the way that American Hill Climb East is structured, the bigger the crowd, the more excitement, the better the purse. And that, I mean, I love that. I absolutely love how that's structured. And a bike like this is exciting because like like Colby said this this is new this is and this is nitro this is this is nitro methane this is the smell the sounds the everything that that the fans come and it's brand new and it's going to be man is he going to he's if he's whatever however many posters he's got made up he's going to hand them all out cuz it's going to be <laughs> i mean it's going to yeah. like fans are going to go crazy over this bike it's going to be awesome yeah, it's another thing too. I mean, a lot of people at our races obviously resonate with the Harleys and everything, which is cool because Josh has that base covered yeah. as well. But yeah. now he's got yeah. another relatable bike to the fans that show up on a stock Jixer. You know, it's like, right. hey, that's my motor. I'm going to get to see on a completely different level. So right. it's really cool. Not yeah. a lot yep. of people are riding in on 1983 Jixers or R1s, you know, so right. it's cool. <laughs> And why we're just blowing up Josh here, I just wanted to say that, you know, (laughs) I felt that up until uh, about six weeks ago, I maybe had one of the best or second best little pit setup presentations, but I'm I'm now currently third. Because (laughs) Nitro Pilot made me take a step down the ladder, and now Josh... With yeah, uh, Josh wins. He's got like a castle logo display yeah. solutions. God. I'm like, I don't know if I'm gonna put my tent up. I mean, dang. <laughs> I mean, that's some bitches. That is a setup. It is beautiful. He's got everything going for him. So, great job, Josh. I'm happy to just be in the top five still with an awesome pit setup like that. It's gonna, it's gonna be sick. Yeah, and on that, mm. I am. So honored to be a part of that tent with my logo on there. It's just freaking awesome, oh, yeah. dude! Like crushed it. I'm I'm pumped for that, dude. Yeah, very cool. Good, great job, Sick. Colby, on promoting that sort of setup. And you're you're the first one to kind of bring that out to light. And uh, this is really cool. But you guys, all of you guys, are innovators with, with you know? Joseph Steele. Yeah, and um, i I would say other people have paved the way, you know, like Joel got me excited to have one made for sure. Yeah. Just seeing that in the pits is like, dang, that is a, a must have situation. And I hope it, it spreads. I hope more people jump on that with, with Joseph and get some cool stuff. Yeah, made. Cause and, I didn't even know he did pit shirts. We saw heavy wrenches pit yeah. shirt too. And it's like, yeah. I didn't know that was a possibility. Right. So it's just a one-stop shop. It's a no-brainer. I don't know if the sales department wants to send an email out to Logo Display Solutions, but we might need a commercial for the 2024 season yeah. on here to kind Logo of highlight. Display yeah. Solutions is so, on it. Yeah, we kind of need to display some of their stuff. But, you know, Kevin, he's been way ahead of the game, too, because uh, we're all about pit presence, and we're all about, you know, promoting the sport. Kevin's got a pretty sick trailer. He's got a big, huge uh fathead on his trailer and there's no doubt in your mind what's inside that trailer when you see it 
How, how long has your trailer been like that, Kevin? Oh my God, that thing is so ancient now. It's definitely uh, stood the test of time for um, a logo that hasn't completely peeled off by now. But um, <laughs> that logo came thanks to uh, Carl Kramer at Dirt Rike Right Magazine. And um, he took a picture of me trying to summit the wall. I don't remember back when I was riding CR500s. And he caught me straight on just, and you can see the underside of my 500 just, and I'm just kind of caught in midair there over the top of the hill there at the, at the wall, at the great American. And when he showed me that, I said, dude, what do I got to do to get that from you? And he goes, you can have the slide and do whatever you want with it. So I made it a part of my logo. Awesome. And, um, cool. Yeah, um, That's awesome. But, uh, you know, each one of us have taken a bite out of innovation towards the sport to, you know, and, mm-hmm. you know, like I took it so far and someone else took it further. And then, you know, you guys have taken it beyond that. Cowboy comes up with this podcast and you name it. Yeah. And there's just guys that everybody grabs the ball and runs with it for a little while. And that's what it takes. Like nobody can carry this whole thing on their shoulders. It just takes everybody to do a little bit. Yeah. And, um, you know, see, and it, what it's encouraging is like what what everybody we've talked about encourage someone else to say, I could do something like that. And, it, and they go just a little step further and then someone else gets a little bit of it and they do they do what they do. So it's really cool. You know, like, uh, Kevin, I love like at the BMC, you guys just have like some of the best pits, you know, whether it's the South Hills or the Great American, you have this large flat area that's just uh, a lot of them are painted stalls. They're assigned parking in the Great American. A lot of them, you guys absolutely crush it on that. And with all these people like Josh and a lot of people having yeah. really nice tents and really nice pit setups, the one thing I've always thought is with your announcers, like you should really promote that people just stroll and look at the bikes. Because I don't yeah. think a lot of people know like that you can just go because like when I present my bikes, I try to present them so people can come up, look at them. I, I love yeah, to answer sure. questions about them. And so do other people. And they are works of art. And I mean, especially a bike like, you know, Josh's and, yep. you know, Austin's fuel bike and the Paula's yep. Buell's and, you know, Cardwell's have just a treasure trove of bikes. And, you know, at these events with our hill climbs, it's motorcycle enthusiasts for the most part that are coming yep. to them. And who doesn't love some big ass huge KZ motor? You know, yours and and Aaron's put in there. They love looking at that stuff, and I and I, I love how you can walk around at the Great American and you can look at people's stuff. And I think that you know the announcers need to say like, "Hey guys, you know, go through the pits, look and see, pick your favorite bike, talk to the yeah. riders because it's really cool." And that's. You know, what the sport always needs is more fans because once people learn more about it, they're more fans of the sport. And when you get to see what goes into the bikes, that's that's a big part of it, you know? Yeah. Dude, you get me Yes. Yeah, I appreciate that. We can't talk about this topic without mentioning uh, one of our great sponsors, Team Peterson Racing, too, oh, because yes. they are they, the oh, goats, yes. the originators of pit presence. I mean, yeah. dating back to the semi rig. Yeah. I mean, looking like a pro motocross team for a while and they're still you know the matching van trailer and tent and everything that goes with yes. and then you got all those ktms lined up matching perfectly it's just yeah and i it's the, yeah. i love it's the that top of the like, bar. i have never not seen carrie in a team shirt 
You know, like yeah, even at the hotel later. If you're standing in line at the rental place, it's like, oh, there's a Team Peterson shirt. Like that dude flies the flag, and I love that. Like that's you know, I that's how that's the way it should be. It's awesome, and and we all have so much pride. Kerry has so much pride in in his team. Yeah, he's a purist. And exactly, and I I have you know Kevin, all of us, we have so much pride in what we do. It's fun to to showcase it and to be proud of it and those pit shirts tent set pit set up all that it's such a great way to do it and it's uh, yeah. really really fun you know i mean let's yeah. be honest i mean ever since you saw like uh well for me it was seeing my cousin's show in calves at 4-h and they got all the attention right so you're sitting <laughs> in the crowd going well how am i gonna show off you know <laughs> So, yeah. <laughs> let's face it i mean hill climbers are big show-offs and so yeah it carries it i mean there's i mean it's kind of a narcissistic thing to say but i mean why do i do this so partly because i like to show off i mean yeah I like, I like when people say you're nuts i like it when people say you're crazy and all that kind of stuff kind of makes you feel like a badass so right. it's just feeds your ego a little bit and but yeah. i mean yeah it goes on and on to the pits and of course, you know, we could do uh, if there's anything um, that we're we're trying our best at. And we're just I don't know if we could ever get Jamie Deere to come announce our events. That would be stellar. Oh, man. Um, oh, but, God. Um, you know, Jeremy DeVries does an excellent job. I've tried to announce in the past. Um, and, and, and you're right. You know, we could we can always coach whoever's doing it to uh, bring more attention to that. And I think as promoters, you know, you give me a good idea. I mean, maybe there's maybe there's an idea for the you know, some fan, the fans choice, you know, some voting going on or something. That would be an interesting thing to get yeah. an award out for a fan choice of best bike, best 450, Ooh, I like that. whatever, you know, for, you know, maybe it's oh, yeah. the graphics and maybe it's the pit setup, whatever the case may be. And I if like you could that. win that at the end of the season or, you know, I don't know how you tally all that stuff up, but it, that's a great idea. I mean, I'm glad that you said something. That is a wonderful something. idea. I, I think, like, um, that is awesome. you know, once again, another innovator to the sport, the Eagle Ridge Motorcycle Club for the Brick Mine. Mm-hmm. When you signed up, they had, would you like a, how did they word it? A um, premium, pit. premium pit spot. And, oh, yes. And you clicked on it. And I don't even think you, they charged you for it. But that was their way of saying, if you want to, if you got something you want to show off, we want it. And, when when you, got you a spot for you. when you rolled in, yeah. there was a two sided road with canopies all the way down. And That's when cool. when you, when you watched the fans walking in and out, it was they were looking right, they were looking left, they were never looking forward. And that's what we love. I love that. Mm-hmm. I that they were geeking over everything and someone would be like, Oh, I think that's a Buell or oh, I think that's the nine nine, blah blah blah. You know, you could talk to them and and um, it was they did they crushed it on that because and I get it I'm I I'll talk all day long you can put a quarter in me you know but but all some right. people, some people don't want to and that's fine don't don't do that thing. Right. you know if you want privacy or you want to just concentrate on your your own game no worries you know but yeah. if you I, I thought that was a good way to do that where if you wanted it you clicked it and they they had a spot for you and they 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 killed it it was it was really cool and yeah then, that that's awesome the more the more you know Colby's really got my eyes to this like the appearance you know like for the fans like how how to set the stage and um it 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 takes effort obviously but it comes back tenfold you know like i guarantee you there was at the brick mine the fans had a lot more of a professional opinion of the event when they walked in and when they left of how that they were greeted by all the the awesome setups that they had you know so it's pretty cool yeah to your point guys 
Yeah, you're wearing a MotoClimb USA shirt, you know, hat right now, you know, and the promotion that MotoClimb has done in order to bring the appearance and the awareness of the sport through social media, through gear, hats, shirts, uh, their presence with uh, crossover riders and the promotion of that sort of thing. It, you know, everybody has contributed and, you know, MotoClimb is, is definitely um, one of the, one of the best at, at promoting um, some of the great riders that we have currently in hill climbing and, and then also, you know, enticing new people that like put a toe into it, enjoy it and get hooked. So yeah, hats off to motor climb. And, you know, like we said, everybody's had a bite and chewed on this subject and, and contributed to the betterment. I think um, it goes way back to the great Earl, Earl Boldy and, and you know, <laughs> yes. Mr. Yeah. Williams, and he was a showman and, and then his sons come along and yeah, just goes on through the Watsons, Thomas's, Waddell, you look at all their setups and everybody, you know, made an effort all through the years. And so it's, you know, hats off to everybody and they've done a great job. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Kevin, I talked to you and Dan and um, you guys have a pretty fun riding group, don't you? When you guys just go out and ride, who's your riding buds? Who are you out there riding with? Oh yeah, we have a, a text feed going mainly with the old timers like us. Um, uh, started out with uh, getting my buddy Jeremy DeVries back in. He talked me into coaching baseball with him. We coached some Legion baseball together, and we coached kids back when we were in college. And uh, always had motorcycles as a common denominator. And he he finally got the nod from his wife to get back in the sport. So we nice. jumped in. Uh, both feet and we started riding together and one night one day we're out there and we run across Dan Matsunaga riding by himself and we're like the hell with that you're riding with us so we got him in and then uh, so the three of us started riding and then uh, we bump into a guy named Drew Herrera and turns out Drew moves up here 100% moves his family here to join the BMC and ride at our club that's the only reason oh, he moved from where he was building. So he was hardcore, and he's a really good enduro rider, races a lot of enduro. So he runs a Beta 300, and he's gotten into hill climbing with us. So we've all we roped them in. Then then it evolved into Dan Matsunaga's brother, uh, Kevin, moves out from California. He's in the circle now. Um, Luke Bonner, we've roped him in because he's an old – he's a vet, and just we could always – if he'll join us, we'll just sit and watch him do stupid stuff. Because he just, I mean, um, he climbs the impossible just for practice and for the kicks of it. Um, of course, we have we have uh, Todd Tyler. He's a nutcase, and um, he'll ride with us when he isn't working so hard. We, get, we try to get Austin out there, but he's really busy. So they're, they're they come and go. But right. uh, Cole Cole DeVries, Jeremy's son, like he's in the loop there, um, and then on the on the speed dial. Who am I missing? I'm missing somebody. Um, gosh, who was it? Kevin, um, you and you, you and Dan, you've been really inspiring to me, and I just think it's so neat. Like talking with Dan, and he's just saying, "You guys ride, a, you know, every month you're riding, if not every week." And um, just three, three out times a week, we go out before work and ride, or yeah, after and, work, and, it doesn't matter. For the love of two wheels and riding, and I just think it's—I'm so jealous that you guys have that brotherhood, and um, you get—you're able to go out there and just enjoy 
what what the freedom of riding does for you and it's got to just be so good for your soul to get out there and it's just been fun uh, i talk with dan a lot whenever i see him and yeah. you can just see him light up and you know he's a pretty mild-mannered guy but that gets him going when he just talks about riding with you and your guys's buds and uh it's really fun just uh just hear those stories and you know i think it's it has such a positive in, impact on so many people's lives to just get out and ride and um uh just i i can't stress it more to people uh find your friends, keep them on their bikes, yeah. you know, like we're, we're, we're pro master guys and we're still, you guys are riding multiple times a week. I mean, it's just awesome. I mean, it's, it's so good for everything and, and keep at it and your yeah, inspiration it's really to me everybody's, many, so. Yeah. It's everybody's kind of cardio workout. Instead of going to the gym, we just go ride. <laughs> yeah. And we, and oh, yeah. Guy, we roped in uh, Bill Kelly this year. He just moved here. He's a general manager for Costco and Billings. He just moved here. Didn't know a soul. I met him at a dinner party one night. And he kind of mentioned he sold his his uh, snow bike. I said, what in the heck did you do that for? You need to go buy another bike and start riding with us. <laughs> and that was on a Friday night. And by Wednesday, the following week, he had joined the club, bought another bike. And he was now he's <laughs> now he's riding with us every every chance he gets. So it's that's cool. awesome. Yeah. That's great. That's he even went and got. He went and bought. He's bought a husk, brand new Husqvarna, a brand new Gas Gas 450, extensions, the whole nine yards. And I mean, he's a really good rider. Fun. Um, Sick. Did you awesome. hear about the guy named Austin Blowsfog? No. Oh, I heard, no. We, we, read name, we read the name last week, but I don't know who he is. So you yeah. got to hear the story. Yes. I'll try to do it in less than a minute and a half or two no, minutes. No, yeah, tonight. We're not going nowhere. All right. So I'm out in San Diego on a family trip visiting my brother-in-law. The one I spoke about earlier who cheated death, came back to life, and he didn't think he was going to live. I was out there before all that happened, and we spent like four days at his house just chilling out in San Diego, enjoying the weather and and family. I take my son for a walk. We go around the block. We're in San Diego, and these really nice houses, not like super mega mansions or anything, but nice places, right? I walk up, and there's this sweet-ass van. And it's got, like, it's set up, like, really nice. It's got, and I look in the garage, and there's, like, four or five KTM factory-looking rides in there. Wow. The right oh, of the truck says Austin Blowsfuck. And I don't know if I'm pronouncing his name right, Joel. I'm in the same boat you are. But yeah, anyway. killing it. It's perfect. <laughs> yeah. nailed it. I creep up on this kid, you know, sheepishly, kind of going, hey, I'm not a creep, but I can't help but notice, you know, all the shit you guys got going on here. I'm a you know motorcycle guy. I love this and that about bikes, and we do this and that in Billings. And he's like, "Oh yeah, we've raced actually." It's his mechanic, and Austin's in the house with his girlfriend or something or other. But he, this guy's out there cleaning up after the weekend. And so I take a picture of the van. I said, "I'm just going to take. I'm not going to take a picture of your stuff, but can I take a picture so I can Instagram you and all this?" He's like, "Yeah, go ahead." So. I come back, tell my wife, and I'm just all up in arms about how cool that was. And I don't know who this kid is, but he- you were in San Diego, and you came back. You said, "I saw a dirt bike. I saw a freaking dirt bike." I saw a dirt bike. So yeah. I come back, and we go home, and I, yeah, I tell my friends, I tell my buddy Bill, I go, Bill, you, I, I, I ran across this dude, blah blah blah, and it's so cool. And he's like, "Who did? Who was that again?" And he goes, "Austin Blowsfuck. I used to race with his dad, Don." Out in, out in, uh, when my kid, when Austin was in mini bikes and my kid was in mini bikes, they ran all the races out in the, on the West coast. They would even do the junior super minis and stuff at the super classes. And so I said, you're kidding me. That's a small world. And he goes, yeah, well, I mean, I don't know Don very well, but we, you know, and so I 
we were like, wow, that's amazing. Well, here's where it gets even crazier. I call up my cousin and I tell, hey, I da 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 da. See this guy in 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 San Diego. I call my buddy Bill, tell him that they know each other, and he goes, you're not going to believe this. But my, my cousin lives out in Portland, uh, Washington area in Vancouver. He starts riding enduros and getting into bikes. He goes, I ran into this guy named Don Blosfug, and he takes me on this ride up in the mountains. And now we ride every single Sunday together. He calls me up, and he's like, yep, we're going. Be there. And he's like, this dude is <laughs> oh, a stud. And he's like, he's like a you know top enduro kind of press, just pushing you to the limit, big-ass logs and all this kind of stuff. Steve's complaining about sore ribs and shoulder and He tried this obstacle and that and he's falling up because Don's pushing him, you know, pushing him and pushing him. So I, I see this guy in San Diego, Bill knows him. <laughs> My cousin knows him. Then they show up at Moto Climb. Just <laughs> and Austin's at the damn event. So I'm like, oh my god! If only I had been out at the at the moto climb, I could have met the kid oh, and connected yeah. this whole story. So I'm expecting <laughs> maybe they'll hear this, give me a buzz, or hit me up on Instagram and say, "Funny story, idiot! Thanks for the laugh." And then talking <laughs> 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 me, would you? Right. Uh, <laughs> I can't help it. If you got wild. like in san diego you're gonna yeah, i mean that's what you gotta do yeah i mean you fall out of a boat and hit you know hit water you're gonna find somebody in san diego that rides right. your bike right? right right so yeah. anyway that's my awesome <laughs> that's story. A, that's an impressive yeah, that's pretty cool that's an impressive story yeah. that happened in three oh, yeah. less than two and a half three months worth of time all that wow. this summer it's crazy wow. stuff. that's crazy that's crazy that's crazy oh, man Whew. <laughs> I, well, you know, we started the second segment, RIPN Rocket Skunk, and that was kind of like a skunk trail that you just led us on there. Just it was you, you, you came all the way around on that one. That was pretty impressive. You know, plane yeah. trains and automobiles are the guys like, here's an idea, have a point. And you're just like, here's. Not every story has an anecdote. Right. Your story of those things. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Oh man. Uh, oh good. God. That's well, boys. I you know I just wanted to ask too, Kevin, for the BMC. What can people do to support you guys? What 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 would you like? Or is there well, something that people can do to help support the BMC or hill climbing out there in, in Billings? You know, we I feel well supported by everybody. Um, honestly, we had incredible turnouts for our BMC events. I'm just asking for the moto climb. Um, you know, I, I would love to see the guys who are coming to our Saturday event, um, stretch their wallet, just another few dollars more and, um, and ride Sunday with us in the moto climb series. Um, there's a lot of outstanding riders Saturday that are already, you know, they're here and competing. The deadline for our event isn't until late uh, Friday night, okay. the 24th. And so when everybody hears this on Friday, hopefully they'll um, change their mind or kind of get on the stick and, and sign up for Moto Climb and come out and just put on a great show for themselves, for the fans, and just have, just have a great time. So um, that, you know, we've got a lot of space for – uh, a great event there and you know right now i think we have 22 riders is all in the moto climb signed up uh, okay. i think there's some uh miss 
conception about how difficult it is to deal with the AMA or something. I don't know, but I signed up. I'm promoting it. I'm going to ride in it. If I'm going to ride in it, y'all, you can ride in it too. I mean, right. got nothing better to do on Sunday. Um, the show should be pretty quick. We start at 10. I think we can finish that event in four, less than four or five hours. Yeah. So, no, and join that AMA. Just yeah, $50 AMA. a year, man. Support them. Yep. Join it up. Call 1 800 AMA join. Yep. Right. Exactly. You know, I would just extend a thank you to everybody who ever has come to our events at the BMC. Um, you know, times have come and gone and um, people have. People have come and gone. Some some folks aren't aren't back and um, riding at our events. But I, you know, all the years I've I've learned from watching them and how great they were and how great they are and the people who continue to travel to our events. We have like multiple events at our club grounds, and to see people from California and um, Midwest and um, as far as you all travel, it's uh, we just we feel very well supported and. I just want to extend a, a huge thank you on the behalf of the BMC and all of our members for all you riders who have come and uh, spend your weekends and time and money and resources to come participate in our events. And we'll continue to put them on and, and do our best to show you a good time and, and be a good host when you get here. Yeah. Cool. Awesome. Uh, one one right. last thing too, Kevin, we're, we're foodies. I mean, well, oh God, <laughs> yeah, you know, Joel food segment. <laughs> But where, yeah. where's your spot in Billings to eat? Uh, my wife went to the marble table. She did. Okay, yeah. give me because yeah. I've got I got and, the review from from Big Big Thunder yeah. from Thunder Senior. But what 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 is it? What's the marble table? What did she say? Uh, it's it's a little on the on the higher end on the wallet, but okay. it's well worth the yeah. It's well worth it. Okay. Um, I think she had some, I think their chicken there was incredible. Okay. And uh, she went with the girlfriends. The atmosphere is great. Awesome. Um, so I, I really, I really like, I'm like you. I want to go. So I haven't. I uh, yeah. Yeah. So I want to go to that. I will agree with your burger dive. <laughs> um, the, um, you know what? I, I can't help not going to a, a Mooya. And I, I, I'm probably thinking that's a, a national chain of some sort, and I think it's some sort of local guy. But Mooya, what's I don't know what that is. Never. Oh, okay. Never so heard maybe of it over here. So. a little niche there in Billings, but I like Mooya Burgers. Uh, it's out okay. on the west end of Billings, and um, it's not as hearty as a Burger Dive Burger. Okay. That they have a Thousand Island kind of special sauce Ooh. that goes with it. Okay. And cut fries like Burger Ooh, Dive. But nice. Um, that's one of my favorites. And, okay. Um, well, I've so, never heard that. So there we go. Mooya. All right. I love it, Kevin. Yeah, yeah I'm Mooyah. a fan of Mooya. Yeah. yeah. I mean, that's the fun part about traveling is, you know, I, I got McDonald's here in Ellsworth. I don't need to go to McDonald's in Billings. Like, I want to do something different, you know? Oh, you'll and probably now, get a thousand comments after I said that, that. That's on every corner of every city in America. I don't know. I don't go there. I've never anymore. seen we, it. We don't have them over here, so. <laughs> I've been all in all the coasts and I've never seen one. Yeah. So okay, well I would go to Muya if you're in Billings again. It's affordable and man, is it good. They have awesome shakes too, dude. Ooh, now you're yeah. talking. All right, now I'm talking about language. Right. Shake. Me too. They had a Me Fruit too. Loop shake one day. Especially Ooh, Fruit oh, Loops and that shake. Can't be bad. Oh. Nice. Oh, that's that's awesome. amazing. 
That sounds amazing. Wow. Well, sounds look at the, dangerous. We got insight for the races. Yeah. We, we got a new restaurant to go to. And, uh, and I guess she re-upped Daryl on the marble table. So that's two thumbs up I've got for that place. So Yeah, great. Sally gave us a thumb up on that. Yeah, okay, and, good, good. Awesome. Yeah. You know, and I think if you really want to sit down and dress up a little nicer and, you know, if you maybe you're there on the weekend, your wife's birthday's going on, you go to Walker's. Okay. And uh, yeah, you definitely go to Walker's. It's across the street from Jake's downtown. Okay. Um, definitely go to Walker's. That's and, a place where they sell a good whiskey, I'd imagine. Oh, they have a good cocktail there. Okay. But, all yeah. right. Yep. All right. Nice. All right. Awesome. Anyway. Well, I, and it's kind of fun, like. Uh, Billings, it's just, I don't know what, my wife and I, we have found, the Sapalas, we found such awesome food there, and we keep going yeah. to all these different places, and, you know, a lot of the times when we're going to a hill climb, when I go to, you know, Logan, Iowa, there's not a lot of variety around where I'm staying, but that's what's kind of fun about Billings is there is a shit ton of variety. It is awesome. Yeah, there, it's a big city right by the damn hill. It's awesome, so... Um, really fun. So for those traveling out this weekend, there's a couple other spots that you got to go check out. So that's awesome. Yeah. Uh, the other yeah, one yeah. I would suggest, which is right nearby Muya, I mean, it's right across the parking lot, is the Staggering Ox. That's a unique place. If you've never had a club foot um, sandwich, it's basically a, it's a cylinder. It's a cylinder. It's thicker than okay. this. It's this would be the inside of the cylinder of the loaf of bread they give you. Then they fill that with anything and every, like the menu is a hundred pages long. It looks like. Wow. Okay. And so you can, I always have like the Greek zucchini, the, what's it called? Zuc- Petrazzini. Uh, well, it's like a Euro. Oh yeah. 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 Okay. Euro. Fill that okay. with the Euro stuff and the cucumbers in that, in oh. that bread cylinder thing. Oh, damn it. Then they have this thing called, uh, what are they called? The, uh, the, the, uh, the guts of that cylinder so they hollow that out and so now you're just dealing with the soft bread they'll make those into fingers and put pepper jack or whatever cheese on melt that over and so that that that's a really good place that's another favorite place to go i've gotten fat on that for for my fellow blue collar guys that are listening to this at 7 30 8 o'clock friday morning good luck making it to lunch just go to that lunchbox <laughs> right now. Grab that little Debbie. You, you need it to get to lunch because it's never going to happen now after hearing about this. So I like it. Oh. Yeah. yeah. God. Love oh, it. Man. Kevin, dude, mm. like so fun tonight. Uh, you know, thank you for for your time and energy into the sport of hill climbing. And, dude, thank you for getting that KZ back on the hill this year. Like, oh, I, hell yeah. it's so fun just Appreciate racing it. with you. It's awesome to see the smiles from you, from your friends and loved ones. And, dude, yeah, we only get one spin, you. right? We only get one spin at this life. If you're healthy, there's all kinds of days where it's not you're not going to have the option to ride that yeah. bike. Today you got that option to say yes. Keep saying yes, bud. And uh, just thank you for everything. Just I can't wait to talk to you after this weekend about how it goes. Yeah, thank you guys. I really appreciate the opportunity. Yeah. Huge fan of the show. I got Nitro and Bud all over my 450 on my graphics. Nice, sick. Right, I stole Sweet. your logo, put it into yes. my graphics this year, and yes. Sweet. Um, man, thank if you, I could dude. get, if only I could get a T-shirt like what Colby's got. That that would be oh, that would just be the cherry oh, yeah. on the cake. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> Message me your address, friend. We will figure that out. I'll yeah. try to remember right. it. Look at that. Cool. Yeah. Awesome. Appreciate it. Yeah. Get on there. Uh, get in there. And if I find if I find one of those damn 
um, original um, hill climb cards. Joel. It's going to go right there. Yeah. I got a spot for right above that number one plate right there. I'm saving it right there. That's yours. I'll be looking for one. Somewhere in that basement, there's one laying around. All right. All right. We'll make copies. I'm taking nice. copies. You got to keep that original. Yeah, definitely. <laughs> hey, oh, yeah. pleasure, fellas. Yeah, dude. Thanks for coming on. Have a wonderful rest of your night and uh, have a good weekend in the Billings Motorcycle Club. Yes, sir. We will. We'll enjoy sure it all and uh, well. keep doing what you guys are doing. We sure appreciate you all. Wow. Hell yeah, man. Thank Thanks, you. Kevin. All right. Thanks, Kevin. Later, dude. Oh, man. I tell you what. That was good times. I just, uh, we go in and out from state to state, from club to club, from, you know, promoter to promoter. And uh, what do we find? Just awesome 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 people and um right there just yet again another freaking awesome example kevin absolutely love that guy and um uh you know him and his dad and his family you know just meant so much to hill climbing and um continually doing more and more and um really fun that we got to sit down and chat with them that was that was really fun yeah yeah he is a true lover of the sport for sure yes he is well, it's great finding those guys that have deep, deep rutted roots in the, in our sport and stuff, man. Yeah, yeah it's cool. It's, it's not, cool to hear. Not a stories. lot of us left. He just knows like all the effing names. Like I wish I had his yeah. mind, like to remember that. Like he's dropping Earl <laughs> yeah. Bulby and all the. I mean, it's just like he knows everybody. That's just cool, no. you know. He he's definitely you know a fan of the sport, so he knows you know everybody coast to coast and so all right. the greats. It definitely immerses itself in the sport. Yep. Love that. Uh, Joel, you want to roll your new segment? Oh, yeah. So we, yeah, damn hill climbers only that dirty ass segment that we had. And uh, we, I've been talking to the, the boys here and we got like a little bit of another segment that we could do for a little bit here. And that could be where the frick is the 895. <laughs> where just, in the world where in the world is 895 because i because <laughs> i was just kind of recapping his three-week schedule cowboy so yeah let's see here if i, I now this is now we're going to talk with numbers and details and i'm going to f everything all up right but um oh it's all right we're gonna let you it's know it's the thought that counts just talk yeah yeah but no one will know the difference i believe Let's see here. When when was Big Hill Jam? Was that that must have been that was August twelfth and thirteenth was Big Hill Jam, if I remember right. So yeah, this last week and the week before. So he left Thursday, the tenth after work, and drove freaking twenty eight hours. Got there Friday night, raced Saturday Sunday, got back to work on the 14th worked that week then he left on thursday after work because he works four tens or whatever so he's gone he's off on friday so he left thursday again he went to tennessee last week and raced the red bull uh is it the tko knockout yeah raced that did awesome did very very good i think I, i don't know the whole details of thing but did great Comes back, he's at work on Monday from this, the other day, this week, working, 
he had to take a couple hours off just to put his bike extensions back on and swing arm. He took like a part day just to get his bikes ready. Now they leave Thursday night again and they go out to Billings. <laughs> then they come. They're going to oh, come Jesus. back from Billings. They're going to be. He's going to be back at work on Monday. Then he's going to do the same shit. And then it's freaking. Uh, <laughs> is it? No, oh, nope. I don't know. Nope. Then, it, then it's just Labor Day. So he's got. He's. I don't know if he's got anything going on Labor Day, but it's like. How many freaking miles? I know it was just him and Todd uh, to Oregon, and that's that's a lot. Damn. That's a lot for two guys. That's a lot. And I think Luke went Good with them Lord. to Tennessee and Morgan, but oh, just that guy. I, I, I texted him, and I'm like, there's nobody that gets more out of their days off in PTO than you. I mean, it's just like, yeah, no. it kind of pisses me <laughs> off. Like, would you just freaking, you know, here I am eating freaking Ritz crackers and cheese. Could you just do something? You know, that doesn't make me hate myself. Like, it's like, good God. Yeah. Mow your yard or something. Yeah. 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 (laughs) No, so he he does mow his yard in between that. Well, he doesn't have to mow it. He's got a hard enduro track in the backyard now. So. (laughs) Oh, yeah. Yeah. He did build a whole uh, hard enduro track in the off time, too. Yeah. Yeah. That's just, that's crazy. Next. Well, then he has, you know, he has Labor Day weekend off and then he starts it all over again with Iowa, White Rose, Freemansburg, yeah. Devil Staircase. I, Idaho's in there, too. I, I would bet a yeah. substantial amount of money that he is not taking Labor Day weekend off and racing, doing some other dumbass race that he just was always Yeah, he's probably to got some hair scramble or something, something local maybe on Labor Day he's going to go he'll do. Bra- he'll probably be in freaking, you know, British Columbia racing some, you know, Canadian World <laughs> Championship up with Ryan White or some crap or who knows. I mean, it's just like who I knows? don't even know where some of the stuff he does go, is or what. It doesn't make any sense to me. But. Wouldn't be a shocker. Yeah. I always used to think that machine yeah. nickname wasn't fitting, but it definitely is fitting. He is a freaking It, it is definitely fitting. Yeah. So. Yeah. Kids, I guess anything's possible, man. Yeah. Anything's possible. You got the... Where there's a will, there's a way, right? Right. Oh, man. He's got you want to race a dirt bike, you're going to travel and you're going to do right. it. So Allegedly. Yeah, allegedly. 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 Some bitch has got the freaking motor to freaking do what he wants to do. That's pretty awesome. Yes, he does. I don't know. Nothing's going to surpass the Hill Climbers only. That was one of my favorite segments. I absolutely. <laughs> that, we, no, that was a good segment. It was we'll, fire we'll get for back a while. to it then once they start getting some more stuff on there again. I feel like we need gonna, uh, that's kind of a winter thing, isn't it? Hill climbers only. Yeah, that's, a, that's kind of a that's winter a crutch thing. that we use all winter long when we don't got race recaps. Is that what that is? Yeah, yeah, pretty Let's much. Go with that. Yeah, allegedly. But you allegedly. know, I mean, it's pretty bad. I'm the I'm the moderator of the site, and I don't even know what's on it half the time. I just approve posts and go <laughs> on about my day. <laughs> I get about sixty new approvals every day. I got to go through. Oh, man. Jeez, wow. That's like most people I don't have deleting half of them because they're written in some foreign language or oh, yeah, you know, they got a know. name that you know they don't know anything about hill climbing. Right. Nope. <clears throat> no good. No bueno. Or they say they're like a marketing page or something like that. They just get axed right away. Uh, but yeah, when we were talking before, if you're listening to this on Friday morning, get out there to the Powderhorn Lodge. Get in that Calcutta and just go Go in there and be a part of it because it's – I almost bought my team the one year because – not because I was on it, but I can't remember who was on there with me. And I was like, that guy could – he could win. And I was like, our team went for just a little bit of money. But it's pretty fun. And that's yeah. – the money is going to a good cause. But 
the owners of the team can make some freaking money too. And uh, for the people that buy the team, it's always a good thing to go up to the people on your team and be like, hey, you know, you guys win, I'll kick you something, you know, just so, this, just yeah. so you're kind of all riding because the riders actually don't get any of that money. They're, you're just being purchased unless you purchase your own team <laughs> or something. So it's always it's always good to kind of yeah. go give the riders a little something, you know. That oh, yeah. sounds something cool. It'd be a little more fun than the 50-50 drawings to just do it races, just put that up and promoters just do that instead of a 50-50 drawing. That might actually be a little more right. fun. It works really good for there because they have that championship runoff. So, yeah, you know, you're, they're taking the top five from 450, 700 and open, and then those 15 race against each other. So it's a really easy way to determine out of all the classes. So, you know, you're pulling from, yeah. like you said, 225 riders all have an opportunity where, you know, if you did it at uh, American Hill Climb East, it's like you could maybe do it with the premier class, but now you're only dealing with 30 riders. You can't really, you yeah, know, it's tough. Yeah, it's tough. Know. It's still be a little bit different, something fun. Yeah, no, for sure. Yeah. All right. I got a little oh, shout boys, out we before got we else? end here. What you got? Uh, shout out to Brent from Valley Springs, MC. We did a t-shirt yeah. trade. Woo-hoo! So I'm oh, pretty yeah? pumped. I got a couple of Valley Springs event t-shirts, and he got a nice, nice. shirt. So nice. Pretty sweet. Sweet. That's yeah, awesome. I'm stoked. Very cool. Stoked. Because... We all know I, I crapped the bed and forgot to buy one when we were there. So, yeah, we made up for it. Great. So thanks, Brent. Appreciate the trade offer, and it all worked out. He was repping, too. Well, at least you had time and yeah, had a chance to repping. buy a shirt while you were there. What's that? At least you had a time and could have, you know, you just forgot to. You just, I didn't have the time to even yeah. get over to the shirt tent. Hell, yeah, well, if Jamie would have had the t-shirt cannon, you could have got one. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Cowboy didn't even get a freaking hot dog or nothing. He's stranded up the top of the yeah. like he's even standing here today. Yeah. Stranded up there. Man. Brutal. That was was definitely creepy at night being up there all by yourself. Oh, I doubt it. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I, I suppose no even It was kind of nice for the, the 450 round there. one. I had, you know, had L.A. Nick up there with me, so. That's good. Yeah. That was a little better, but man, after dark, it was kind of scary up there, Alban Lonesome. I don't blame you. Yeah. Doesn't Wisconsin <laughs> have the Hodag? The Hodag? Yeah. Joel, don't you know about the Hodag? Oh, yeah. They're they're thick up there, too. Some bitches are all over. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Was yeah. well, that like a Bigfoot or a, it's like, a snipe? Is that like a snipe? You're going to send me out snipe hunting or what? Yeah. Oh, do you got your bag? <laughs> Make sure you get your bag if we're going to go snipe hunting. You can't go snipe hunting without a bag. Yeah, uh, Hodeg is like a Sasquatch-sized chupacabra, oh. from what I understand. They're gnarly. Okay. Yeah. I don't even know what the hell you're talking nice. about. You lost me at chupacabra. I don't know. Isn't that, isn't that like hey. a fancy goat or something like that? Chupacabra? Dude, yeah. whatever. I don't know. The, uh, hey, we got... I know we, Bigfoot, yeah. and that a Yeti is like a smaller version of a Bigfoot, right? But Yeti's a Bigfoot that like lives Everyone in the Alps that. and the snowy mountains, okay. and then <laughs> I don't read so then... well. All right, I'm just let... the guys are okay. just figuring this out now. Hey, we we got skinwalkers over here, so in the Appalachians. Yeah, that's yeah, right. Skinwalker. Skinwalker. That's kind of a creepy ass name. I, I I don't know if I yeah. want that. Well, they're it's a creepy ass thing, man. Look it up. I seen yeah, that. Look it up, Joel. This is on that. I seen that History Channel where it's like Skinwalker Ranch. Is this what we're talking about? Where it's no. No. Okay. I'm sure it's the no, same. No, this is concept. an Appalachian Appalachian legend. Is this off one of those channels you got to pay extra for? 
when talking skinwalkers? Oh, I don't know. I'm, you don't got to pay for anything. We got the internet, Joel. <laughs> <laughs> you look it up on the internet. <laughs> it's a little further south than me, yeah. so I don't know if we have skinwalkers up here, but it's a big thing down hey, south. You know what? Yeah. Not fair, you guys. You're in your living room, Cowboys in his or uh, Colby's in his basement. I have to walk up from the shop to the house. Yeah. I, I don't. Yeah. I scare easy guys. This isn't fun. Now, come on. I don't. I don't want to know. There's no yeah. hoedangs or hoot nannies or whatever. The hell. <laughs> I don't. I, they're, they're not around here. Okay. Like I'm just gonna go from the shop to the house, and I don't want to be interrupted by anything that you know has a fun name like that. Just remember, after dark, if you hear someone call for help in the woods, do not go after. Oh, crap. <laughs> Damn you, cowboy. You're telling me you don't got any swamp apes. <laughs> you know swamp no apes over there? You're telling me <laughs> you ain't got no Sasquatches? Uh, I, I, keep, I keep this down here just for these purposes. I will have to carry it back into the house with me now. <laughs> You're telling me you don't have skinwalkers? <laughs> oh, man. Good God. It's already scary enough going to the dumpster at night. Now you guys are freaking me out here. <laughs> running around scared for my life. Yeah, well, better carry that little fanny pack around with you just in case. Just in case. Just in yep. case. Yep. Oh, man. All right. Honestly, I've, never, well, I've else... never heard of that, though. Whatever word you said, Colby, nope. I've never heard that in my life. And I knew what a chupacabra was. I was having uh, fun. but. Okay. Well, look it up. All right. I don't know. I'm not going to. I don't want to get scared. Just, you don't want to get scared. <laughs> you got to know what you're up, up against. Yeah. You know, these pseudoscience mythical creatures, you got to know what they are. They're out there, they say. Yeah, yeah. No one's ever seen one, but they're there. Mankato's kind of boring. All we have is crackheads. <laughs> oh, well. They can be just as dangerous. I mean, don't get me wrong. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. You don't want to meet one in a dark alley, but <laughs> well, what's worse, a crackhead a or a meth head? Right. I mean, what's worse? It's hard. Crackhead or a meth head? Yeah. Pick your poison there, I guess. <laughs> I don't know. Meth heads are usually uh, good at stealing, you know, copper piping, copper wire out of houses. So, <laughs> gotta be careful with that. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, uh, uh, everybody in Johnstown knows all about that one. So yeah, I'm starting to really think that Fourth Beer Pinned is an avid listener too. Did you guys see the clearly the meme where it says actual footage of Fancy Josh seducing clients? <laughs> <laughs> no, I didn't see that one. <laughs> uh, yeah. I mean, <laughs> that's pretty good. I mean, that's really good. That that one there kind of makes me think that it's not Doris. I don't know why, but that <laughs> that made me rethink my my deal. But but <laughs> I can't even. It's too good. It's too good. <laughs> oh, oh man! Thank you, Fourth Beer Pin. Wherever you're currently incarcerated at, I don't know what part of the country or countries you're in, but thank you. I, it, it's, uh, I feel yes. like uh, Josh probably hates your guts. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Congratulations. You, yeah. Just, you just pissed off a guy that could actually rip off your head and shit down your neck. So. No, you. <laughs> yeah. huh? You're the only reason Fourth Beer Pin knew no, about it. Oh, not me. Don't say that about me. 
I was just stating observations, you know. I'm, I'm trying to help him market. That's all I was doing. <laughs> That's funny though. Good uh, God, uh, too good. Oh Jesus. Yeah. <laughs> oh, Shit. All right, guys. All right, it looks boys. like a good time to end. Yeah, I think we're a good spot to end and get these people out of here. So, till next week, guys. Peace Thanks, out. Thanks, Kevin. Peace. Later. Not even a whole shot. You don't know what a hodag is? No. I, I just don't think you're picking it up. No. It does sound like a made-up. I know more about Wisconsin than you do.